todo porque el pussy sabe avanta. Si la dejas, tu pendejo se te casa. The little section was a little, right? It was like a little turned down. Si te alcanza, I'm the shit, huh? Are you catching what I'm talking about? Anyway, sorry about that, guys. It is a rough start this morning. I'm not gonna lie. Jesus. First of all, we've never had a brunch podcast on a Monday. Who the fuck brunches on a Monday? I think last night when I promised it to you guys on TikTok, I think I thought it was Sunday. Or I don't know what the hell my deal was. I don't know why I did it, but you know me. If I promise something, I'm going to do it. So I'm doing it. It don't fucking matter whether we can fucking really pull through or not. We're going to pull through. You feel me? Like, you know, just part of being a stand up fucking human being. I got some strawberries. So even though we're calling it a brunch, really what I'm doing is eating breakfast, (laughs) which is going to be strawberries right now. Mm. I think what that was is that that was a, a earlier mix of the thing. I need mm. to change it, but it's a different. No, yeah, because usually it hits with the snare, and that sounded like it went into a a dip. So I was like, eh, yeah, yeah. Like other version, but. It's a holiday. Yeah, it's a holiday. Are people working? Are you guys not working? Was the deal? Anybody that's over here on um, TikTok, go over to YouTube. Um, we're on YouTube. We're eating strawberries uh, for breakfast. I have my Five Nights at Freddy mug. I'm drinking coffee. Um, somebody told me that I have to drink water live on the U- on the on the what you call it. So yeah, what'd you say? <clears throat> You'll sign an NDA to come hang out, dude. Dude, the fact that people bring up NDA is funny, mostly because it's like yes, that is a that is a standard procedure that you have to do. But just because you're willing to sign an NDA doesn't mean we're gonna hang out because. That's just a standard procedure. It's like saying, like, I'll come over to your house and say hi. It's like, well, if you come over to my house, you're going to say hi. (laughs) But don't come over to my house. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Sorry. Um, It'd be like that. But yeah. So I'm live right now on YouTube. If you're on TikTok, you know what's up. Go over to YouTube. Hang out with us. Um, It is early in the morning, so I don't think I'm going to drink, drink. But I might fuck around and make myself a little michelada. Hair of the dog. Last night I had a fucking... Last night I had a fucking cough attack it was ridiculous i did you hear me no i would have thought you heard me bro like literally all night Uh it was ridiculous i had to hop in the shower i stayed in the shower for as long as i fucking could and um first i okay so i took cough medicine i haven't taken cough medicine this whole time i had a cough i finally took cough medicine i took um cough drops I had cough drops in my mouth for the rest of the fucking night. Um, I took, you know, that, that type of cough that it's like, it's just coming from, it feels like it's poking your throat. Like it's a little like, like, you know? Yeah. And you're like, do I have firecrackers in my throat? It's making me cough. It just feels like I had dust in my throat, but I didn't. I hate that. Cause you just want to like, you wish you could like reach in there. Even though it's rub it. Yeah. You want to be like, (laughs) yeah, it's so fucking gross. Ill to the guy that's requesting me to go live with him. Why the fuck would I do that? Go over to you. Hey, everybody on TikTok, go over to YouTube. Um, we're doing a live. Carnita sound bomb. Yo, some breakfast would sound good. Leo's going to join me for the podcast. So if Leo's watching at all, you should bring something to eat, please. Um, if anybody wants to get it over to Leo. Yo, this guy keeps requesting me to go live. Stop. Okay. Yeah, go to YouTube.com slash Everyday Days. We're doing a random live on a Monday. Um... Oh, you ever heard that song? I forgot what his name is, but it's called Break on a Monday. It's like this guy. He has, I think his his most popular song is with like Bryson Tiller. And it's like, um, that, you know, which song that is or whatever. He has that. Girl, I'm down and with it. This be my shit. What's his name? Ryan Trey. Ryan Trey. Love, love his music. Hey. 
TikTok lagging. TikTok uh, lagging real hard. That's okay because we want you to go over to YouTube. For so. the first time, it's not the YouTube. It's it's not YouTube. Something else. Am I on live? Yes. Go to YouTube. Drink hot tea and lemon. Yes, we're gonna do all that good shit. Um, waffle cone, dude. Waffles would sound nice right now. Maybe we should Postmates while we're live. That way, like it gets here. Cause we don't have anyone on the ranch that could go get food, right? Oh. <coughs> Puma's here. Oh, Puma. Puma can go get food and Puma can make his bomb ass micheladas. People ask me who on the on the ranch makes better micheladas. I'm not gonna lie. Sorry, Yayo. <coughs> but Puma does. Dang. Puma's a OG Michelada maker. Um, I don't even claim I make great micheladas. I think my micheladas are mid. That's one place that I think I'm mid is micheladas. But Pumba, top tier. Micheladas? Micheladas. Kito's <laughs> funny. Um, I'm a yeah, michelada. I don't know. Yeah, I I've been I've had a cough for like I didn't want to say it before because I feel like embarrassed because I know it's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you, left you. I've had a cough. I've had a cough for like two and a half weeks, possibly three weeks. But it wasn't bad. It was like I would cough maybe a couple times a day. It wasn't like bad. Now, last night was the first time that I had a cough attack to the point where I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this shit? I have no, no other symptoms. I don't feel sick. I don't feel anything. It's literally just at nighttime, I have a fucking cough. I got tuberculosis. Oh, I don't. I don't have tuberculosis, but I'm like, I got the bronchitis. I know. Lord. Bronchitis. That was the best video. Ain't nobody got time for that. There's like so many quotes from that video. Play it. <clears throat> it's probably copyrighted at this point. Describes her horrifying experience yeah, when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. <laughs> then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. <laughs> then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> bro, what is where is she at now? The bronchitis lady. Where is she at now, bro? Look. Sweet brown. Oh, sorry. Where is she at? I don't know. We I need to look it up. Yes. Let's know. find where Ain't nobody got time for that. She was so genuine too, like her like her face. I mean, we don't know if she was really gen I mean, that could have been What if she fucking acted that out like to be dramatic, to be funny? Like what if she was TikTok pre-TikTok? What if she's like, "Bro, I'm a, I'm going to make a viral ass moment right now." We don't know. She could have been a fucking genius. You know how many people <gasps> She passed away? No way. Are you guys lying? Let's see. She'd been making commercials. She sued Apple. She was on Tosh.0. She sued Apple. She was played by Queen Latifah and quoted by Beyonce. She was a brief celebrity spokesperson. Here, let me see. Somebody said she definitely did pass away. She was in a Tyler Perry movie. She tried to start a barbecue sauce. You can still follow her on Twitter. Who I don't see no death. Did she just, just last year? Because this thing was posted in... Did she? Maybe. Damn. Moment of silence for Sweet Brown. Love her. 
Um, she got clean and fixed her light. Well, that's that's lovely. You said she makes com commercials for a mattress company. Wait a minute. All right, come on, guys. We got to really fact checked out out here. Oh my God! What? Yeah, passed away at the age of eighty six. She was. She was. How? I mean, hey, I don't yo, think, black uh, don't crack, bro, baby, because she was eighty six. God damn. I mean, that came out like maybe ten yeah, years well, ago, but she was seventy something. But yes, no way, seventy something. She was seventy something. In that, in that video. How? That's what I'm saying. Black don't crack. I love. Look. I'm trying to mix my genetics with a beautiful black woman and make a baby. Oh, never mind. She didn't die. I, I don't know why it puts that at the top. Chicago basketball. Legend. All right, Edo, you fucking. All right, we're not getting our news source from Edo. <laughs> we're sorry. hiring a new news source person who would like. Oh, you know what? Jello, Jello, the fucking detective should become a fucking should become our news source person because who the fuck? Don't Edo's fired from sweet Charlie Brown. Oh my God. Chicago. Well, <laughs> at least we know that now. Ito. <laughs> my brother's fired from, from looking up the fucking. Wait. He, who died? Did she die? Oh my God. This is, you know what? This is where you come to get more confused about news. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you come to just like leave, like questioning everything you know. Oh, we're like, man. we're going to, we're going to gaslight you about the news. <laughs> You're going to be sad. You're going to be happy. You're going to go through so many fucking things. And I'm just joking, Jello. I know you, you, you got other things you'd be doing, but somebody needs to give us some news source that first of all, Ito hates reading. So we're not going to get our news from Ito. He's like, if it's not a video or a fucking headline that I can quickly read in five seconds, I don't give a fuck about it or instructions. That's the only thing you read, huh? Instructions. Yeah. Cause I read them. Ito reads instructions. I, I read a step like five times before I do it to make sure that I don't get it wrong. Cause once you've messed up and freaking did the wrong step early because you thought it made sense. Yeah. Then you have to undo that everything. Nah, man. I learned from that lesson. Um, yeah. All right. So everybody on TikTok, make your way over to YouTube. Uh, we will. Um, we were going to be over there and shit. Exactly. What? I think she didn't die. Freaking. Y'all are talking about Chicago legend, sweet Charlie Brown. Who died? Man. You guys, I mean, it's a little, it's, it's not, it's not like she's always got the, I'm always confused on the news anyways. I know, right? Hey, shout out Melinda, been a member for five months. She said, good seeing you this fine morning. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you to all the members. Damn, Kim Yazzie been a member for 29 motherfucking months and she sent all the fucking emojis. Um, all the dog emojis. Thank you guys for all the members. Thank you guys for all the people that fucking support us. Um, you already know. Are we like we are? I mean, I could definitely say that going live and potting is is more is more difficult than doing pre-filmed pods because we are embarrassing. Yeah, if it was pre-filmed, we're willing we to embarrass known. ourselves. <laughs> we're willing to embarrass ourselves in front of y'all motherfuckers. She's w worth fifteen mil. God damn. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's not uh, dead. She just lives a private life. Somebody said. So how am I supposed to research that? Psst. Dang, Edo's <laughs> Edo's fighting for his job back. Edo's <laughs> clawing for his fucking job back right now. I mean, hey, if somebody wants to look up stuff for us, cool. Yeah, and that's why I said. 
um that's where i was going when i'm like yo we're willing to embarrass ourselves live potting for y'all motherfuckers thank you guys for becoming members thank you guys for supporting there's a lot of ways that you can support there's a lot of people that have a youtube and then they go support my patreon we get support through youtube um so whenever you subscribe and then you become a member whether you're a shui whatever or you're a cousin or you're a day one you're supporting this fucking podcast and now that we're starting to have guests and shit you know what i mean we might be able to fly in guests like you feel me get that little budget Fly in some guests, have them stay here at the motherfucking ranch. <clears throat> Be lit. Ido's gonna go live with me right now. He's gonna pop up. I see him changing lenses right now. He's changing the lens. <laughs> if you're on TikTok, you can see he's changing the fucking lens right now so he can go live. Well, we got the other lens sitting here, and that one was a little too close. Morning face. Um... To the oh. people that are members on... Oh, that was cute. That's frozen, though. Oh. That's not really me. Oh. Unless I just... It's just a picture the whole time. Hi, how are you? <laughs> hey, look, you're on the mic. <clears throat> so I was saying... So as I was telling Sweet you. Brown. <laughs> um, <clears throat> to the people that um said that they were a member on... On Instagram or on TikTok. I love y'all motherfuckers, too. I'm gonna have a busy year because I'm gonna give everybody content everywhere. So if you're if you're a member on all three, I'm gonna give you special things everywhere. It's like little breadcrumbs. It's a good way to keep me busy. That way it's like I don't sit there and overthink. I'm always with y'all motherfuckers. That's the old you. What? Oh yeah, that's the old you. That's not even you right now. That's the old you. Okay, other than that, what are we doing? I need to eat a strawberry. Play me a YouTube video. I mean, play me a video that I can react to. Oh man. Trying to get this camera working. Uh, let oh, me sorry. see. Yo, these strawberries are good. Mm. Oh, this is what we got to do, though. Look. Saw this last night. Wait, what was her name? The Cosmic, the Cosmic Valkyrie been a fucking member for 31 months, and she said, we finally getting some structure. 31 months of being a member. And she said, bitch, I've been waiting 31 months for you to get some fucking structure. Yes. You know what? We have a thousand members right now. I mean, we have a thousand viewers right now. Give me a fucking beer with a little bit of chamoy. Actually, give me that chamoy so I could dip this strawberry in it. Yo, brunch with the chamoy strawberry. Sheesh. Okay, I'll get that right now. Look at this. Instead of a beer, I should do wine or champagne. Champagne and strawberries while I'm dressing all pink. Oh my God, I'm feeling femme today. No, I'm not. <laughs> what? This is what we gotta do. If only there wasn't five dogs here. <laughs> Take all day. Oh. Let's try to recreate this so people see how fucking ghetto and embarrassing our dogs are. Our dogs won't sit there. <clears throat> Brings ain't gonna sit there and let me do that shit to him. Brings is gonna be acting like a wild animal. That is so cute. You coconut oiling him? Oh my goodness. Good boy. Oh, let's do that to the dogs. I don't even do that to myself. I don't have a whole spa day. Oh, well, the other day I did on the daytime. Oh my gosh, he was about to drop something. It's hilarious. <laughs> People on TikTok get to see <laughs> People on TikTok get to see you know struggling right now. Oh, yes, thank you, thank you. 
We got tahin. We're like, hey, you know what I want for breakfast? Um, strawberries, but also heartburn. Yeah, he does it all. By the way, this podcast, if you think about it, it's just me and Ito. <laughs> it's just us here. We got to do everything. We got to do lights. We got to do talking about shit. We got to go live on TikTok to promote it. We got to fucking get everything ourselves. That was relaxing for those dogs. I love that. I want to do that for the dogs. Poncho Spa Day. Poncho will not let me do all that shit. But let's do it. Let's try it until they learn how to do it. You know what I mean? Que perron. <laughs> yeah. Check this out. It's lit. Oh, another dog. <laughs> Think that was funny? Reminded me of you. What? Uh, what? Hold on. Dog sitting a homophobic dog? He's just staring at He's him. like, ew. He does look homophobic. <laughs> He's like, fucking gross. What up, Snow and Edo? Last night's TikTok live was a perfect ending to my day running around NYC with my nephew. Thank, thanks for the content. Much love. Oh, that's awesome. Wow, and we were talking about New York and how much I love New York. Um, I hope you have a blast out there. That's dope. You were running errands? Well, do something fun, too. Um, Look at this strawberry. So delicious. Why do strawberries go bad so fast? I wonder what's the, what's the fastest fruit Ooh, that, that goes bad. Oh, <clears throat> that shit is fire. That shit is fire. Little ASMR, guys. Mm, snow oh you think i have allergies do i he looks confused he's like why why girl and girl kissing oh this looks good snow with asmr i'm sorry am i all up in your ears um eating a strawberry why you all in my what was the song i like that song grill you like that song? Yeah. Hey. The violin. He always had the violin. Play all in my grill. Okay. Chisel, you told me that there's certain certain um fruits you guys don't have in New Zealand. I should for the brunch. I should try the New Zealand treats. She brought them. Oh yeah. I'm gonna eat them. I don't give a fuck if some of them went stale. Boozy's here. Traffic. Dude. Well, some of the shit I already ate. Sorry. But uh, anything that anything that's left. Oh yeah, those um, cookies were good. Too early, yeah. The chocolate. Why is chocolate different in every country? Oh, I feel like other countries have better chocolate than than this country. Yeah, literally. I mean, I remember seeing something. Now look at that picture, and imagine me talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember seeing uh, something about how over here it, it's so big, like distance from farms to production places to like going back to stores it's so far that they have to that the milk gets like kind of bad wow so we're like used to the 
the the chocolate's tasting like not not so sweet, like a little funky. Yeah, and Hershey's right. Hershey's is always like gross. Yeah, and like uh, in other places, it's like closer because you know in Europe, they're everything's so close. I do feel chocolate tastes so different in every other place, and. It's an acquired taste because if you're so used to our chocolate, it feels so processed and like weird, you know, but it's like you taste it in other places. and You're like, oh, this is weird. It doesn't taste regular. But then once you get used to that, you come back and you eat this chocolate and you're like, yo, what's up with this shit? Um, you said snow quit drinking. OK. Because you said so. Me as a grown ass fucking woman, you <laughs> random commenter that doesn't even have a picture on your thing and you're not a member. So you're not a supporter. Uh, yeah. You I'm going to do what you say. You Tell me what else to do. Tell me who to date. <laughs> you should look like, Oh, and there's no, I love you. Um, you should have replied like, like, like if it's a, if it's a fact, like snow, snow quit drinking, you're like, no, I didn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like fucking weird. Oh shoot. Anna's here. My wife, <laughs> Anna. Yeah, Emily, go to hell, you know, or or don't stay here because, you know, whatever. But actually, you know, what's you know what I don't like about that is that last night, literally, I was talking about how somebody asked me on TikTok. Somebody asked me on TikTok if I would date someone that doesn't drink. And I even said it on TikTok. I was like, maybe I would date someone who doesn't drink because I recently have thought about not necessarily like I'm never going to drink again in my life. I don't think I have an alcohol problem to where and, you know, I'm not even going to give myself that much credit. I think I don't have an alcohol problem, mostly because both my parents never drank. So I don't like I'm not like genetically, you know, predisposed to being an alcoholic. I have told my son, I don't think you should drink <laughs> I'm like because I've drank a lot and your dad's drank a lot. So I think when you grow up, there's a big chance you might become a fucking alcoholic. I'm not necessarily an alcoholic, but I do think it's getting to that time where just in my life, I don't really have to drink because I've done a lot. Think about tour. Think about how many fucking tours I've done, how much I've drank in my life, how much I've partied i mean it's getting to that point where like maybe if i did date someone who didn't drink it would be a good idea you know what i mean that would be cool um but then if people like emily come in here and they're like snow stop drinking it literally makes me want to take five fucking shots to the face emily is literally causing me to want to drink people like emily you know what i mean because it's like don't fucking tell me what to do with my life however um i don't know it would be cool these are things that you're thinking that you think about whenever you start like really realizing uh, things about yourself and dating and stuff is like you narrow things down. Right. Can we agree that I think narrowing things down, you know, you date pop up as a fucking is, is the camera finally working? Uh, almost. You can't pop up side to side by, with me. Like instead of popping up as a son, you can't pop up as like half the screen with me. Yeah, but that would. You're like, you're giving me more work. <laughs> nah, I mean, that would be cool, but. Hold on, let me, uh, but, uh, what are you saying? Narrowing it down, people? What you like yeah. or what? Yeah, like, like, when I talk about my type, because let's talk about this, what happened on TikTok, right? And, like, kind of with Lauren, too, because she was just like, you're so, like, about your type. And it's like, okay, when I talk about my type, it's mostly out of putting out there 
the feelers of like pretty much what my type is however am i like fucking like definitely like that's the only girl like i have to fucking like i don't have this obsession and it's not a fucking kink i'm not treating women who look like that as just like some sort of fetish like i'm not fetishizing women that you know what i mean that look like what i find to be top tier attractive because that's what i find like i find like caramel complected curly hair girls to be very fucking attractive attractive you know what i mean that that's it however i'm not gonna it's not like this weird obsession where like i'm if i meet somebody else that like i really vibe with i'm gonna be like no because you're not what i you know what i mean like no like i want to vibe with somebody i want it to be however i think when you're dating yeah i'm manifesting the perfect girl for me um but i think when you're dating you do start narrowing down like you you know you've dated right not put any of your business on blast but you're obviously a guy you know good looking makes good living drives a nice car he's out here he he can date whoever the fuck he wants so as a dude do you think that being able to date around has right now helped you start finding okay i like this i don't like that like have you been narrowing down kind of what you would eventually settle down with um or are you more confused than ever kind of like with your news (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know yeah i don't think i've thought that like specifically like i don't like this i do like this i don't like that I mean, I guess I could, but I wouldn't think that in, like, you have to think that outside of when you're there, right? Yeah. No, yeah. You, you think about it afterward. You don't, you're not there staring at the person. <laughs> I'm not saying you're on a date and you're just staring at the person like, damn, really don't fucking like girls that have this going on. Like, no, I'm just saying you go on a date, you have a good time, you go home throughout the week you probably think about it like okay well i didn't like the feeling of this or like i didn't like how this went down or even yourself i think dating because somebody hit me up and or on 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 the comment was just like you're just as bad as as the guys you're 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 dating but you're not ready for a relationship you're just as bad as guys and and i was like first of all don't throw onto me whatever traumas you fucking have with guys that didn't want to settle down with you or didn't pick you because me going on dates is me learning about myself and learning about the other person and also who's to say that like why are you immediately victimizing these other girls and thinking that me whoever i go on a date with is ready to fucking settle down with me and i'm just hurting their feelings i'm going out on a date with a girl that might also not be ready to settle down they might not be ready for that, but they're like, okay, I'm dating, you're dating, do your thing, whatever. Um, I don't know why immediately it becomes, you know, you're going to break a girl's heart. Like, I'm, I don't, I don't think I'm, you know, thanks for thinking I'm that fucking great that everybody wants me. But for all I know, I go on a date and the girl looks at me and she's like, now that I'm kind of looking at her, she's kind of ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't know what, what my real life is like. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, like just because you're dating people doesn't mean that you're like oh i'm looking for serious relationship like you could i don't know that's kind of weird to be like you're either one or the other yeah like you have to be by yourself all the time or be ready for a relationship like trying to be getting getting in one it's like yeah seems like that's kind of like how you end up in a bad relationship because you're like are you the one are you you know yeah like you're like trying to force it and you end up with somebody you don't really like or i think that's too early you don't know them have you ever done that? Like where you meet you, you maybe you're dating somebody and they're like 90%. So you're like, okay, this is cool. Like I could do this, but you don't want to feel like that about the person. You don't want to be like, all right, I could do this. Like you want to feel like 
there's that feeling because what i mean is you could probably date really amazing girls that there's nothing wrong with them everything's perfect about them it's just not your person right i mean i i haven't had that much dating experience (laughs) to be on any like yeah be there but i don't know i mean i could i feel like that'd be me like there's people that i've definitely like talked to or whatever and it's like there's nothing wrong with with any there's nothing wrong you know and and i like to have that conversation with people of like i think it's very mature to let people know like absolutely nothing wrong with you there's no there's not even a reason why it should be up to me to fucking pick anybody like it's just is it gonna happen or if it's not and that's it and keep being the perfect person that you are maybe it's me maybe it's the timing maybe i don't I'm not ready. I'm learning things about myself. I'm learning who I want to be in my next relationship, how I want to handle that, all that shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think having those mature discussions and like being very clear when you're dating and talking about shit is so important. But people, especially like in comments and like on TikTok and you, you know, different things there, maybe they're just, they just haven't had those conversations. You know what I mean? Like maybe they just, and a lot of these people are young you haven't lived through, you know, I've lived through a fucking marriage. I've lived through a marriage, long relationships, you hauling, fucking jumping into shit, um, <clears throat> dating men, dating women, having a child, being a mom of a child that I have to now find somebody who wants to date somebody that has a child. And that is going to get allow me to have that priority of my child is my fucking priority. I'm not going to lie. I've had people in my life that there has been times when they did not understand that my child is my fucking priority. I'm not going to say that they were dead ass. Like, yo, leave your kid alone. But there was moments where it would be like, ugh, wish it was just us. And it's like, well, that's my fucking kid. You know what I mean? Like, thanks for the sentiment, but that's my child. Like, no, don't wish it was just us. It's I have a child, you know, and my brother's damn near my child too. So, he's here <laughs> forever <laughs> whoever whoever dates me has to understand one i have a child two i have an ito <laughs> and that's it <laughs> it ain't going nowhere you know um but i don't know that's why i've always been very oh shoot tiktok was fucking frozen oops um if you're on tiktok go over to youtube i'm not gonna face it towards me because i want you to actually go over to fucking youtube like for real um <clears throat> but that's how it is wait that's crazy it must be hard for you it is it is difficult and as a i'll talk about my personal experience and i'm not trying to like obviously shit on like my mom or anything my mom has grown up she's how old is mommy like she's about to be 60 or right something like that six so 50 57 yeah she's 57 so my mom's gonna be 60 right and it's like (coughs) growing up like my mom let me let me let me put it down for you like this my mom was always 130 5'2 pretty always worked on herself like she was she she was one of these people that takes care of their body before people before this shit became you know what it is now like she didn't do no microwaves she always ate home-cooked meals she she took she went to the gym she did acupuncture before i ever even knew what the fuck that was she she always you know worried about herself like and she you know when she was like 32 imagine she was really on point so she was dating um and there was times in my life where i felt like my mom she didn't necessarily in a bad way maybe choose mind you i'm really being careful with my words because i don't want beef with my mom and i don't want you guys to 
talk shit about my mom either but i do feel like there was times in my life where maybe dudes were a little bit of a priority than 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 me you know what i mean and i'm not even gonna say than my brother because my brother has a different experience we all know that um moms love their sons you know what i mean so it's like i do think because i was older and because i was a girl there was a different experience that i had with mommy dating than you did right yeah did you ever feel though like i just wanted more time you know alone like more time with us and it was just always like either us with them or them it wasn't really like us hmm yeah you yeah know? i mean i didn't feel like those feelings that much because i was i was cool with just me by myself but yeah you're more of a like yeah but but yeah well i mean i don't even really i can't even really remember that many times when it was like just us hanging out like exactly and i think that's why it's gotten to a point now where with me and with raising my son i make that a fucking point to have days of just us because it don't matter how much I love you or we're in a relationship or whatever. Like I'm always going to check in with my son. Hey, are you good? Like, are we like, have we spent enough time like together? Do you want more time with me just by ourselves? Do you mind if this person comes along? Do you want to hang out with us? You know what I mean? Like, or, or us hang out with, you know, another person. Like, what do you want to do? The cool thing about baby drew is he's a boy. So he just like the more people that there are, the more we can play games. And Ido likes that too. Cause he likes board games and shit. So, that's how it be. But that's one thing that people have to take into consideration when you're dating someone with kids. And somebody asked me if I would date someone with kids and I never have, but maybe I would, <clears throat> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't date somebody that doesn't give their kids priority. Like if, if I, if I date you and you're more interested in hanging out with me than doing things for your kids, or if when we're there, I see the dynamic kind of shift, I'm not going to like you. Because I'm going to be like, bro, I've been that kid and I don't want to fucking be that kid, you know? So that's, that's weird. What I, the per, like, you know, I'm obviously going on casual dates with, um, with Stephanie. That's what I like about her. She was a stepmom for like years. That's dope. Cause when I heard about that, it was like, you know, I'm not to put all her business out, but it's like, oh yeah, I was like dropping off the kids, doing this, doing that, cooking, you know, Costco trips, all this shit, blah, blah, blah. I was like, wow, like music to my fucking ears of like someone being mature and being able to handle being with a person that has children and understanding the, what, you know, what comes with it. That's fucking fire. I don't know. That's a big, that over, above the, the physical stuff. Obviously I say those things because it's like, that's the superficial shit, but let's really talk about the relationship and, and, and things that could possibly develop. You have to kind of, as you're dating, be like, okay, well this person, like you give people points for maturity a lot. You know what I mean? <clears throat> that's dope. Um, we're going, we're giving our kids what we never had. Exactly. Like, Look, like Dollface said, I would never. You would never what? You would never what, Dollface? Um, she's good. I mean, after this podcast and after I do these drops for this video stuff, I'm going to go over there. Um, that's why I came home to take care of some of this stuff. Because um, obviously that's my job. But I was I was there for three days and then her, her family got there. A couple of her cousins and um, her best friend were back, you know, in town and stuff. So they were there. So I just you're only allowed to have two guests. So I kind of just like, I was like, all right, um, take this moment to excuse myself and I will, um, do whatever I got to do and then come back. But, um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take some of these board games. Probably I'll take Bop It <laughs> and like family feud. 
or something. Oh, that is mainly post pointed at the 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 arm thingy. Oh, oh shit! Sorry. But speaking of guests, ah, <gasps> hey, look at it! Oh, I love that for us. <laughs> I think there is an app that will like cut me out, but that's I dope. Do take, I'll have to stop this <laughs> and stuff. But let's do that. Hell yeah! I love this, guys. We finally got Ito in a black box. Wait. That sounds weird. Um, well, I could change the color, but no, in a yeah, no, it looks cool. I like it. If you want to, now you got to worry about the angles too. Like me, you got to be <laughs> like, all right, how do I do this? How do I? But um, yeah, look, Ito's here with us, guys. I'm so excited. Now we can have real conversation here. Let me turn the mic. Let me put the mic like this. Oh, I know it'd be cool if if it could like green screen the mic and be right. Different. But oh, maybe if oh. you put like a green. Wait, I could put the mic right here where your mic is you see uh, Wait, like that oh <laughs> shoot that's cool nice <laughs> but if we put that green thing there <clears throat> then i can do like the green screen thing hey leo's here hey. and he brought things oh i thought you brought food you brought nails oh, nice oh i brought all the mallee hardware first nice the what? oh for the yeah they're gonna work on the podcast studio to make it a lot better um sonically and music like everything that we have to fucking do for this shit um grab the beer nice um um is there anything no because when i'm munching you can just fucking hear it so we might as well just fucking chill you know what there was a bottle i think it was a wine Ooh. No, that's the sake that um maybe how do you make um what is that shit? How do you make um fuck, what is that oh. drink that y'all make and you put ice and you put wine and you put um like soda and you put f- berries in it? I don't know. Like sangria oh, it's like sangria. Sangria? Well, because I was thinking, there's, there's, what do you, how do you make sangria or like white sangria or something like that? I don't know. <clears throat> um, Calimocho? Mimosa? Spritzes? Is it sangria? Okay, because basically we have the ingredients and I have a lot of champagne bottles, but I haven't put them on ice. So I was like, how do we make a drink right now that's more of a brunch drink? Because we do have, we got, we got some ingredients to make some shit. Is that mimosa, sangria? like orange juice and champagne right you can have mimosas we could do that but then we don't have ice i guess can we chill it or something how do we do that because the champagne no tiene hielo but there's bottles of champagne everywhere and there's there's um pink there's some wine at the at the house is there any wine here there's one bottle of wine here yeah okay bring the wine hey it's lit emily's gonna be real mad because she told me to stop drinking and i'm not fucking stopping hey watermelon Oh, pues trae una, una glass or something. Look, we got the pink vibes today, guys. Watermelon Ooh. wine, strawberries with... Bro, I pull up to your house and I'm like, look at me, look at this, and look at this. We're going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm going to get a headache because this shit is only 8% alcohol, but all percent sugar. Do I have grapes? Freeze those? Well, yeah, but the problem is... We don't have time to freeze. Yeah. Nice. We doing motherfucking wine. Hey, look at me being a grown ass fucking woman. 
still feel weird saying that. Sometimes I feel okay saying grown woman. Sometimes I don't. Um, <clears throat> that's one thing we don't fucking talk about, right? I always felt like that, but I do gotta, I do gotta admit that thanks to TikTok, it made I feel comfortable expressing that that's what I feel. You know what I mean? Whereas before, I think people would be like, "What? What do you mean you feel weird? That's like that's what you are." But it's like, I don't know. I just always felt weird. It felt um like desconocido. Fake. It just felt like it just didn't. I don't know. It made me cringe, kind of. <clears throat> like I'm a grown woman. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I'd be like, yeah. But there are sometimes when I do, like when I do feel like that. There are times when I've genuinely been like, oh, I look good. Like you know, like a grown woman. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I look good. Don't know what I feel like, but I know that I look good today. You know what I mean? Uh, it's weird. Yeah. That that gender shit is fucking weird. Um, but oh, more like a gender thing, not more like a. You don't feel grown. Yeah, it's a gender thing. No, oh. obviously I'm fucking grown. No, I, maybe oh. it's a it's a maybe it's an age thing too. I don't I don't necessarily always feel, you know, like grown. No, I think inside I'm like some most of the time I'm like a twelve year old, possibly boy, possibly girl. Oh, okay. you know, which is why me and Baby Drew vibe so much right now. I'm like, yo, we're the same age <laughs> technically. <laughs> it's a gender thing. Gender is weird as fuck. Um. I thought it was like an age thing, like me, like being like I'm a grown man. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I guess I am because I'm, I know how to do stuff and I'm not scared of stuff. Like, <laughs> like little Drew, I was telling him like, because oh, he wanted me to go down and get a package for him, mm-hmm. and it was like the sun had just set, and I was like, I was like, when are you gonna stop being scared of the dark? Because <laughs> he's like twelve, he's gonna be thirteen. It's like. It's almost time to stop being scared of the dark. And he's like, never. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, no. He's like, why? And I was like, I was like, I don't know, because you're a guy. Like, you can't be scared of the dark. He's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) We just can't be scared. (laughs) Or like a bugs or something. Like, but I mean, technically you can't be scared. You could be scared dark your whole life, whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of dudes that are still scared of bugs in the dark. Yeah. Right. (laughs) All the dark and bugs. Like at the same time, if you're in the dark room full of bugs. <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, wrong, wrong podcast. You want Joe? You're looking for Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, that's fear factor. Fear factor shit. Melly said, lower the mic a little bit. Oh, sorry. Cause it's all up in my face, but I feel ugly. Melly. Another thing that we always have to deal with, right? Body like dysmorphia and like, or face dysmorphia or whatever. Identity, like <clears throat> gender, fucking everything. Isn't that weird how we literally just were thrown out into this world? Oh, did you want some wine, by the way? Or are you drinking a beer? I'm beer. Okay, cool. Nice. You're like, I'm a man. See? Do you feel? I'm a man. Girl, man. I'm a fucking man. Um, but yeah, that that is uh, that's all stuff that I guess you don't you don't growing up. How we did, obviously, you know, more like, you know, I'm Mexican, like my family, like all these issues didn't really get brought up because we a lot of us didn't even know pre TikTok and pre like Internet. Nobody would have been like, hey, how do you you know, how do you identify as like, what are your pronouns, all that shit. So now being in this world and being like, damn, okay, You know, but then it's like then there's people that take it too far that almost now if you get scared 
Now, sometimes I feel like a lot of people get scared to bring those topics up because then you're going to look like those people that take it too far and too sensitive. Did you see that girl that's saying that saying obese is is uh, is um, is an insult is an insult is a slur. So this girl, I don't know, pull it up and maybe we can watch it. But she said that that calling someone obese or saying saying the word obese saying the word obese is an insult and it's like that's the literal technical that's the fucking medical term um obviously <clears throat> i think calling anybody a name and like pointing and laughing anything can be offensive obviously right like you could you know i can fucking come up with a bottle i can say the word bottle and i could be like you're a bottle and if enough people around you keep on be like haha bottle you'll be like yo what the fuck stop saying the word bottle at me and then you'll feel triggered every time you hear the word bottle but that has more to do with the intent of people and what they're trying to do to you and you kind of having that trigger because people have been making fun of you but saying the actual word is a slur is like well what the fuck you know i mean i don't even know how many times somebody actually says obese i don't know i don't know when's the last time i said it other than she brought it up but like who the fuck says obese yeah you know nature versus nurture yeah yeah <clears throat> like i understand you know with like you know the word fat or whatever but it's like also she was just like oh there's there's all these other factors that go into it and it's like well let's be fair i do think like somebody um had said that if you're trying to lose weight you're fat phobic and it's like i don't think trying to lose weight is fat phobic i think it's you're you're trying to get probably healthier you're probably trying to get to a, you know, if you're like, ew, I just don't want to fucking be fat. It's also a very normal thing that I feel like a lot of people we feel because I'm one of those people. Like, obviously, I want to lose weight. Like, I don't I don't want to gain weight. We see gaining weight as a negative thing. But also for me, for example, bitch, I got high cholesterol. Like, I got problems with my fucking heart. Like, I, I need to lose weight because I need to fucking lose weight. Also, I mean, desafortunadamente, because of my job, comments always affect. So whenever people are like, oh, you're getting fat, it's like, whoa. Which is crazy because I don't hear those comments that much as much as I hear like com other comments I don't want to hear. But me getting fat would probably actually whip me into shape. Who yeah, knows? I mean, this is. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't find a TikTok, but. Um. Oh, somebody. I think. Uh. I think. Um. No jumper posted it. Oh. A slur because it's used in de dehumanizing us and harassing us. <clears throat> I don't. Oh I don't know when I don't know that anybody if I if I wanted to call somebody fat I don't think obese would be the fucking would be the term yeah. you know but I think like I said anything that you get told in a way that is to insult you is gonna fucking offend you but going on the internet and saying things like they're a fact like being like the word obese is a slur is like now you're now you're actually affecting negatively the cause because now people are going to think that bigger people are all think like you now you've become the spokesperson of something and you're actually a terrible spokesperson like you shouldn't have been the person because you have bad judgment on going on the internet and saying something that is not a fact be a fact you know what i mean like you're just not the person that should talk about it the reason i went on this tangent was because back to gender issues and you know identity things it's like not issues sorry like you know but the reason i've never brought it up 
as myself like bring up this whole how I feel or whatever is because I don't want that to be I don't want to become the spokesperson of what I identify as or like you know of gender things because I don't fucking know. I'm still learning. And to be honest, I'm not even actively learning. I'm not researching. I'm not Googling. I'm not doing anything at all about learning about this. I'm literally just identifying something that I've always had an issue with and being like, oh shit. Now that I think about it, I've always had a problem with, I guess, what people identify my gender as. But that's it. You know what I mean? But I also kind of, <clears throat> I also kind of take it like funny. Like when I told that one rapper that fucking hates me, when I told that one dude, I'm a man, co- I'm coming to you as a man. I, I was partly joking, which is also why I don't want to become the spokesperson of like gender things, because it's like, I joke all the time about like me being a man or me being a woman or like, a, you know, a, a girl or a boy or whatever the fuck. Like I make so many jokes that it's like, if I was to become the spokesperson, now I'm held to a fucking standard that I don't want to uphold because I'm not fucking doing the work. I'm not, there's better people out there to teach you about this shit. Not me. That's not a battle I'm fucking picking for myself. You know what I mean? But, um, but I do talk sometimes to dudes as being a man and this motherfucker went on his shit and said she thinks she's a man she identifies as a man and then he said something like oh if you identify as a man go fight a trans woman and i was like there is so many fucking problems with the fucking sentence you just said god damn what a fucking ignorant anus piece of shit like honestly that was weird as fuck but it's like yeah and i didn't even say ignoranus i said ignorant anus (laughs) (laughs) i want you to take both of those and apply them because it's like what did you just say to me weird but let's watch the the thing about this girl want to hear people get so mad at me in my personal life and on the internet when i talk about this but the word obese is a slur it's a slur because it has turned into a derogatory word thrown around that pathologizes fat bodies without taking into account anything else about them It doesn't take into account other health factors of the body in question. It doesn't take into account that the person in the body is a person. Um, It is used to make people feel like their body is, you know, some kind of scourge to be eradicated. And that is really gross. Also, the BMI scale, which classifies obesity, was created like 200 years ago by some guy who didn't know shit based solely on cisgender white men. And it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean, it literally, it can't tell you anything except the relation of your height to your weight. That's it. Stop saying obese. <laughs> That's okay. So I mean, okay. I'm going to, I'm going <clears> to <throat> say something probably problematic. Get ready. Get your screen recording on. No, I'm just joking. Um, the thing is that, for example, she just positioned herself as the spokesperson of you know, this issue, right? Obese. If you position yourself as that person, the problem now is we will probably, if we want to take up this issue, right? This isn't an issue I really give a fuck about, to be honest, but if we wanted to, or if anybody against, if anybody feels very strongly to the word, we'll now go and look up her TikTok and her social media and will hold her to a different standard. So anytime she eats unhealthy, people will be like, bro, you're not, this isn't about that issue. This is about, you don't take care of yourself how you should. So to me, it's one of those things of like, don't position yourself as that person because people are going to say mad shit and go and fucking scrutinize you and do all that. Like, I think obese is the actual like term, but 
she's right about one thing. Any fucking word can be turned into a slur or like a derogatory thing. Like I said, bottle. If somebody called you a fucking, you know, wine bottle every fucking, I mean, you know, there's people built like a wine bottle. Uh, if somebody called you a fucking wine bottle every fucking day, you, you would be triggered by that fucking word. So I understand where she's coming from, but also I guess what I meant was don't become the spokesperson of an issue that you aren't ready to fucking become that person because then it just fucking, you know, it's all of, it's all fucking strange. Um, Back to what I was really talking about, which is the reason I don't say what the fuck my gender or any of that shit or sexuality or any of that shit is, is because I don't want to become that spokesperson. It happened to me when I said I wasn't looking to date a bisexual woman. Since my. Since then, I'm not going to lie, I rather date a bisexual woman than someone who would lie to me, you know, if like I I'd rather you straight up tell me you're bisexual then lie to me and tell me you're lesbian and turns out you're bisexual then it's like damn bitch you could have fucking told me that shit i could i would have at least been warned but now it's like you know that's kind of like i don't know like i would prefer to date a lesbian that's what i would prefer to date doesn't mean i'm biphobic doesn't mean i had everybody coming at me for that i'm not making the whole stereotype i prefer that however if i fall in love with a girl and she happens to be bisexual and she tells me that shit up front and she's like yo real shit i'm bisexual that's not going to change my love for that person i would not be like "Ooh, you might leave me for no i'm just gonna have to assess what the fucking situation is and depending on how much i'm into this person i'm gonna be like yo i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm going to fall in love with whoever the fuck I'm going to fall in love with. You feel me? I could fall in love with a girl that before me has always been straight. And that just is what it is. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm assessing that situation, but it's more about being honest. You know what I mean? Like I'm dead. Tyra said I'm built like an ant. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> um, gender is one thing. Sexuality is another. It is, but we're talking about both. Captain Obvious. Gender is one thing, sexuality is another. We're talking about both right now. Did my phone die? Yeah. I'm glad. Like like uh uh 30 seconds ago. <laughs> oh really? Nice. I'm glad. Um and that's another okay, let's talk about that too, right? No, it's nobody's business who I'm with. Um keep them guessing, right? But the thing is that I've now understood that because I do a lot of lives get a little dance or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, no, I do a lot of lives. I make content. I have everyday days, which is my personal life vlog. I am an artist. I do a podcast. I'm constantly <clears throat> putting out like my life. It's going to happen. And I never wanted to feel like I'm hiding anything. Like I told you guys before, I've dated someone who wasn't openly gay. Um, for, I was in a like quote unquote relationship with somebody who wasn't openly gay for three years. That, that is a different type of fucking fucked up to the gay person because because you can't fully be yourself without outing someone and you feel like you're hiding a part of yourself, but you're not ashamed of that part, but you love somebody, but you you can't really like. So you don't know what the fuck to do. So it is something that like becomes a fucking trauma. And if I could be honest, like I do feel like I should have gone to therapy like immediately from that. But unfortunately I didn't. I just like, I've always just been serial dating and getting into another relationship. But I do feel like that shit will fuck a gay person up because it's like, dude, you know, and I know we joke about that. 
um with like down low people or like down low guys i think we don't have that much and i'll i'll say that about myself like there's times when we don't have that sensitivity like towards down low men because because i hate when a down low man talks mad shit about women because they don't have that emotional connection to women because they have it to men so they just dog the shit out of women and they try to act like bitches ain't shit and fuck these bitches and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well that's because you're down low and you're, and you're more, you're more emotionally connected to men. So if you could be down low as a man and you could not be ready to come out the closet and you can be gay and you can whatever, as long as you're not disrespecting and dogging out women, you feel me? And so same issue goes with like being, you know, being queer as a woman and like having maybe more of a connection with, with, um, with women, I do feel like sometimes like I could obviously be a little bit more like, ah, these dudes ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. But that's also because I I tend to have a bigger emotional connection with women. You know what I mean? So I think this is a topic that a lot of times we don't talk about and that machista mentality gets put in us. And so I've had it, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm working through that right now to be able to be more sensitive towards some of these issues of like, bro, I went through it. I was in an emotional relationship and sexual relations, but obviously with somebody who was closeted, I couldn't say anything. I felt like I was hiding a big part of myself. And so that's the reason why my next relationship, I was so loud about it because I just wanted to be so loud and out the closet because I was just like, bro, like this is a part of me and I've, I've, I've found this out and I want everybody to know I'm not hiding it. And I think that's one thing that people don't get in in me now is that I love to be I love to share like parts of me obviously that's why I vlog that's why I'm I go I do podcasts that are live that's why I fucking I I make music and I involve my family so much in it and all that shit is because I have always loved to be open with you guys and share my experiences and learn through my experiences and do all that shit but I definitely love sharing that part and if I not that I'm going to share everybody I date but like I don't want anybody thinking I'm hiding anything because I'm not. I'm very real with y'all motherfuckers. And the moment that I decide to be private about something, I'll let y'all know, like, yo, I'm not talking about this issue or I'm not doing this. But as of right now, like, I am open about the fact that I'm single, I'm dating, I am seeing different people, I have friends, I have people who maybe I'm interested in, maybe I'm not. There's there's a lot of different things and that is who I am, right? This is what I share with you guys is, like, my life experience as I'm going through it and maybe we can learn something together. Um... Which is why I've been being very like open about like, yo, if you see me with a person, please don't make that person feel uncomfortable because I don't want it to become where like people now don't want to fuck with me because they're scared of y'all's fucking comments. You know what I mean? Not y'all, because if you're watching my podcast on a Monday fucking at noon, you love me. But I'm talking about anybody else. If you end up watching this afterward, if you see a clip or whatever, just know that that's that's what that's why I get so offended for the other person or for anybody that I may be in the future dating is I don't want y'all to be dogging the fuck out of somebody just because you know um I don't know they look like someone you fucking know like no I'm trying to yeah thank you and my music my music is definitely uh my main um my my main thing but i don't know there's a reason that i vlog and i have vlogged for years woke tv was literally you know how long ago was woke tv a decade uh yeah well the beginning yeah 
woke TV. Like that's when we were doing or when woke Wednesdays, that was so fucking it's I've always shared my, my life. I've always been very open about it. I love it. I love you guys. You guys have become my family, my friends, Leo and I were talking about this and now we can talk about Leo. You want to come sit over here? We were talking about, you know, friends and friendship and like, you know, this was a very important conversation that I had with Leo that turned very, I love that with my friends, we can fucking get to a point where we're fucking damn near yelling. And if anybody heard it, they'd be like, yo, you guys are arguing, but it's like, no, we're very passionate and we're talking about shit, you know, when it comes to, you know, this is a family and friend business. This is a fucking thing that we, this is a journey that I've, you know, I've the moment you sat down. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Keep talking. We're good. <clears throat> um. <laughs> so when we do that, and I watch you like the he sat gently, down, just... gently place it and then knock it over. <laughs> like, a little... I know. like it was intentional. That's like the time I fell off a horse and it was just so slow. I'm like all the times I've rode a horse and it and it's, it was, I was fast. It was we were running. It was lit. The one time it was slow, I was just like and just <laughs> fell off. And someone was filming me, which was wild. But, um, yeah. So, oh, you're glad you have Mondays off? Yay. Um, oh, did you tell Jamie about that text? Yeah. Okay, cool. And then maybe like, well, a I didn't, but I seen that okay. it, I was going to send it and then I seen that it was already sent. So, okay, cool. Um, behold. Oh, you know, what's crazy is that behold was started by baby Drew's dad. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Behold. Yeah. Um, that's so fucking funny. But maybe. Thank you for always being real. No matter what your LP is fire. I can't stop listening to it. Thank you. Dang. 31, 31 months of being a member. I fucking appreciate you. And I fucking love you for real. Like it's been a fucking journey. It's been a long fucking journey. Been a long. Yeah. And there was um, someone else that gave like the sangria recipe or something. And, oh, and they were a member for like 25 months, but it disappeared. Damn. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. Hmm. I've only met one lesbian that hasn't been with a guy. Fact. Melinda. Um, what, what is that? The gold yeah. star lesbians or something like that? Yeah. Gold star lesbians are women that have not been, or, you know, whatever anybody identifies as. Um, but lesbians that have not been with oh. a man ever in their life. Oops. Um, <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't have, I don't have a problem with being with a woman that has been with men in the past. I'm not going to lie. I've realized this throughout my growing is I would like that window of like the last guy you were with and then realized you were gay to be pretty like long, which is also why, yes, I might date women that have kids, but I'm not dating a woman that has a toddler. Like, like your baby daddy's still like y'all, y'all still, you feel me? Like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's still a lot of shit to figure out, is yeah. what you're saying. You're like, yo, figure your shit out, and then, you know, maybe in a few years. Straight up. We can drop them off for a week and not have any issues. Yeah. I was being very real, too. Like, you know, I've dated someone who, like, was previously straight, but hasn't been with a man for years. And I literally was like, you know what? I think you should go date. I think you, like, I fuck with you, but I think you should go date. You should go date women. You should go date men. You should date whoever you want to date. Do your thing, grow, you know what I mean? Grow as a person, grow as a human being. Because the same way I'm not motherfucking ready for anything, I don't think you are ready for this lesbian life. <laughs> so go do, the, go do your thing, and then when you realize what you, you know, what you got going on or whatever, like, 
maybe we'll meet again. But I don't, I'm not, I've been in this long enough to understand that like, there's just certain shit, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to be the healing lesbian with a baby gay. Like you're going to, like you're going to fuck that person up and you don't want to fuck that person up. That kind of goes to the conversation we were having yesterday too, right? It's like, even when it's someone that's a little too inexperienced or it's like virgins and things like that, it's like, you kind of don't want. You kind of want to have someone that has at least somewhat an experience level that's close to yours to where you could kind of avoid a lot of those early. Yes. Figuring out shit. It's like, all right, you know, come back in a few years. Go fuck around. Go do some shit. Yeah. Oh, somebody said not a Leo question, more of a Cole. Maybe we should ask Cole to fucking pull up. We just fucking have everybody up in here. But yeah, you're right. And that's what I like about Leo is like we be having these topics because I mean, I feel like you have mad like gay for like queer friends and shit right like and yeah like just through been- organizing circles you have to end up and it goes back to conversations about like the dudes and shit and who you're closer with the dudes or the women it's like for most of my life it was mostly dudes but once i got into organizing circles it's mostly women queer dudes queer women older women like it's a whole every everything outside of just the dudes that I was used to kicking it with. So, yeah, that's what kind of helped without having to go to too much therapy. That's what kind of helped figure out a lot of the shit of where I, I had weak spots and blind spots that I wasn't noticing because I'm seeing how they're being brought up in other conversations about other shit. And I'm like, all right, cool. This is fucking community. That's cool. Like, yeah. You can learn a lot from that. And and that's another thing. Just so you guys know, when he's talking about organizing, he does a lot of like organizing and like co- community work and like just just an all around dope fucking dude and there's a lot of times when like i'll ask him like i feel like leo and jamie are the people that i check with whenever it comes to certain things because like i said there's a lot of things that i'm not actively learning about i'm not actively googling you know what i mean but i know that they're there and when i have friends like that where it's like hey you know about this issue you know about this topic let me um like let me know what's up they are the people that are you know very smart friends that i have that that are fucking smart we have we all have our friends that you're like that's the person i drink with that's not the person i'm asking about social issues (laughs) they're the people that like i drink with and have social issue conversations and like i can really get a different perspective from um and like we've said before i feel like jamie's a little bit more liberal than i I am. I think I'm a little bit more conservative than she is. Uh, from, a little from, bit. Jamie, <laughs> a little bit. Jamie be out here talking about fucking <laughs> chunk me, po- spank me, pull my hair bullshit, fuck the cops. And I'm like, all right, cool. Fuck it. Jamie's <laughs> out here. Jamie's living that Vegas life. <laughs> um, somebody said, I was closeted till I was 21. My family were very religious. And now that they know know me as a super gay hey that's how it be bro like we were talking about that on on tiktok last night too about how sometimes it gets embarrassing to have been closeted so long or to have not been ready to share that information which is also why i don't even think this conversation also gets brought up when you are in a relationship or you know situation whatever the hell it is relationship because it was a very exclusive relationship that the person was just closeted so it wasn't i wasn't doing anything else i was focused on that person but i was like okay if this is what you want this is how it is whatever but the thing that people don't understand is that you can't force someone you can't force someone to get out the closet right but they can't force you to stay in the closet so the moment that you go hey sorry don't want to out you so i'm gonna have to end this I don't think there's any fault in that. I think being able to have that clear conversation and then the, I feel like the person really stuck to you can't out me. You can't, you can't force me to come out the closet. You can't. Okay. But you can't force me to stay in. So you, so because I want to live my true self and I want to be my real fucking self and I want to be able to share this, which I don't think I, I always feel like I always like kind of drop hints and like let people know, but I couldn't fully because I just, you know, obviously I respected this person that I very much loved, but 
the moment that I literally said that it was like I was the bad guy for breaking it off when it's like I'm breaking it off because I need to live my true fucking self and if you are not ready then that's on that's great that's on you live your life live your your version of your truth but I need to live my version of my truth at my age with what I'm fucking doing so those convos be fucking difficult bro and when my selena movie gets made and you get to see all those type of moments in that shit of like how messy sometimes it is without being like gossip messy it's just messy as far as like bro there's time there's no rule book to this shit you just live and you fall in love and you love people and you hope that you can manage it the best but sometimes you can't and you know you gotta fucking move on and it fucking sucks but Damn. How long did that situation rock for? Three and a half years. Fuck. That's a long time. And that's when I had to, I felt guilty as fuck, bro. I felt hella guilty, but I had to tell myself like, I'm not guilty because there was three and a half years of having any, every opportunity to, you know what I mean? Like to be, to, to somehow, yeah, I feel like three and a half years is enough time to figure out if you want to do this or not. Yeah. You know, the, the moment that you decide that's when people are like, no, stop. Like, I'll, you know, I'll do this or I'll do that. And you're like, by that time, you're just like, you know, it's, it's, it's just, I, I gotta go, you know, and it fucking sucks. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't know if she's come out. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't keep track of that. Um, I since have been in a committed relationship engagement everything for years so i didn't you know keep tabs but um i'll i'll i guess maybe we'll find out one day um i don't know i don't not not to be fucked up like it's not like i don't care but also it's just like that ship has sailed and that's not my business you know what i mean like and i think like you said three and a half years is more than because like if you get together all right maybe that first year is that honeymoon phase but after that it's there's certain issues where you're trying to um you're trying to make adjustments to be better for each other and to be with each other better. And if that's a huge fucking part of it, three and a half years is more than enough time to figure out, are you going to come out of the closet or you're not like figure out how you're going to do. I'll support you. I'll back you. But if you're comfortable where the fuck you're at, then peace out. Yeah. Well, let me, let me know when you got more shit cracking. Let me know when things are a little further along. And if it's too late, it's too late, but you know, go on and have fun. Dude, Ellie B said right. she sh- she got with a dude the minute we ended four years, felt it in my soul. Uh, Girl, that is a fucking... That's the thing that, like, even, like, you know, guys, like my homies, I don't... I think everybody knows how, like, that's, that's, that is one of them things, bro, where you just be like... Damn. Makes you reevaluate everything. Um, That's super rare, too, for her to go from being with a chick to going to being with dudes. Usually it's the other way around. Usually it's like dudes do enough bullshit to be like, all right, pump the brakes on that. I'm gonna go fuck around and see what these girls are doing for a while. It's it's rare that it's like break and then go back to being with dudes. Uh, what did you do hmm? in that relationship? Might not be that rare. Might not be that rare, huh? <laughs> what yeah, happened? I don't think it's that rare. I think I think. I think there's definitely a difference between being with a woman and being with a dude. Dudes are willing. Dudes are way more willing to say anything and everything to get you. Right. So dudes, like if you're with women, I feel like women have a different standard. A lot of times, unless you're dealing with just like some thirsty ass women, but there's a lot of women that like, there's a different standard, like woman to woman. There's, there's this like understanding of like, 
certain things that we allow, don't allow, respect, accountability, like, you know, just there's a higher standard. Sorry, no offense. I don't know. Let me know if you guys get offended. No, but I do think that it's more open, being it's with a more women, open, comfortable conversation. Like the homegirls that I have that are in relationships, they're very much more like they're BFFs and they're they're like obviously they're affectionate or you know maybe not yeah. openly affectionate but the point is they look like they genuinely have a good time being with each other all the time and they enjoy each other's company they have cool ass conversations RJ, like it's a very comfortable situation but look RJ said but if you're single it's none of your business what your ex is who your ex is dating I think mm. that's a topic that's a little bit that's also kind of hard to talk, to talk about because for lesbians the only reason that it matters is because it's like oh shit Let's say for those years you had those convos about like dudes and those convos could have got real spicy about dudes. So when that person goes to a dude, it makes you be like, yo, was all that shit like fake? Yeah. Was all that shit like, did you, did those conversations like that shit kind of fucks you up because you're like, wait, you said, but does that mean, but when this, that shit kind of like starts fucking with you. You know what I mean? But, but you're absolutely right. At the end of the day, you're right. That's none of your business. Mind you, you're going to go through some thoughts. You're going to go through some thought process of like, uh, fuck. It's like if your homie, okay, fuck, fuck the dude topic. Cause I don't want to get there and fucking this should be like weird. Let's say you're dating a guy, right? Heterosexual people. You're dating a guy and you've always had this little inkling that that guy is talking to a particular girl. Let's say her name is Wendy. You've always been like, bro, you're always near Wendy. Like, what's up with you and Wendy? Why, why do why does this happen with Wendy? Or they, and then they're like, you're, I'm not with Wendy. You're with fucking Bob, you know? And you're like, bro, no, don't compare because you're always talking about Wendy, but like, I'm not always talking about Bob. So what are you talking about? You're always accusing me of shit, but you're always with Wendy. So what are you talking about? So then y'all break up. And guess who he goes to? Here comes fucking Wendy. And now Wendy and and your guy are fucking, you know, like vibing all the time and you know, hey, he, he, ha ha ha. And you're just like and then you find out that it is true. They are together now. And then it makes you be like all those fucking times you accused me of Bob and you were saying all this shit to deflect from Wendy, but you with Wendy. You feel me? Like that's that shit that's where you just be like what the fuck like that's fucked up yes mind you none of your business anymore you broke it off that's none of your business they can fucking do whatever the fuck they want to do however la pinche wendy la pinche wendy was there all along so it's gonna fuck you up for a bit you gotta go to therapy you gotta figure that shit out and you gotta figure out what your insecurities but it does make you feel like hey like i maybe my fucking inkling was right yeah. And the only thing that you get left with is knowing next time you have a little fucking gut feeling, follow that gut feeling because you know what's up. To Carl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it is. But that's also a mental health are. thing. That's like more of a like processing things and being like, I that that feeling of I should have trusted my gut. I should have known better. I saw the flags and I didn't go like with my gut instinct. That's where it kind of hurts. It's kind of like with... um. With the major label shit, when I saw those red flags, because a major label is like a relationship, right? Yeah. So when you see all those red flags that are happening and you know better and you just keep on going, the only person you get mad at is yourself. You got to be like, I saw that shit. I had the best intentions. I wished it would have been different. It didn't work out. You just feel in your heart like, damn, like I could have 
It makes you feel dumb. Dumb. It doesn't. I don't dumb. like being made to feel dumb. Like I'm cool. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give dumb. the benefit of a doubt a million fucking times. But the minute that I'm made to feel dumb, I'm like, well, you're getting the pettiest version of me. You're getting some outlandish shit. Like I'm the quiero venganza, chingada madre. Like we're gonna fucking. It's hard. Yeah, you could say you could ignore your. Like, I'm, fortunately, I'm chill as fuck with all my exes. I've apologized for all my bullshit. They've gone on, had relationships, had kids and shit, and it, it was never anything super problematic like that. But that doesn't mean there hasn't been other little run-ins or. Or, you know, what is it? Situationships and shit. Then I'm like, all right, cool. But yeah, you're right. Once once you're made to feel dumb, you're like, never again, motherfuckers. And if it does happen again, you're like, fuck, I feel even dumber. But that's what just, prevents you from, 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 from doing that is like, obviously, there's always that like inkling in you. That's like, oh, let me see. Like, maybe maybe try again. But it's like, no, because that that second round of feeling dumb. <laughs> if, you, if you have that second round of feeling dumb you're like bro that one's gonna end me that's not the yeah like you know what i mean like when people show their true colors don't give them a chance to yeah. fucking show you again because don't then, get to a third round don't you, get to a third round because you get to a third round fool me God, once what is it fool me once you're not gonna get fooled again <laughs> in the famous words of, of george, george Bush, w. fool w. me Bush. once not gonna get fooled, fooled again you know? and, being and fish can coexist peacefully <laughs> America needs a military where our breast and brightest are proud to serve. Oh, is this like, oh. a, like a highlight reel a of all the dumb shit he said? Well, it's a fool me once, but yeah, I guess Play the beginning, maybe people the underestimate how much dumb shit George Bush would say all the time. He just couldn't read. I don't think he just, I don't think he could read. It was always teleprompters in front of him, and he's like, fuck, man. Was, he's freestyling. Yeah, there he used was to be a freestyle king. <laughs> there used to be a poster. I remember like one of those smoke shop places that sell all the fucking silly posters that would just have all the dumb shit that he would say on the wall. I regret not buying it. Hit me with the flavor. And so, in my state of the my state of the union, our state, my speech to the nation, whatever you want to call it, speech to the nation. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. <laughs> and America needs a military where our breasts and brightest are proud to serve. They added proud a laugh to track too. That's such an early two thousand. A single mother with two children. Which is the toughest job in America, as far as I'm concerned. Able to practice their their love with women all across. The See, I don't think you can be. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again." <laughs> He's literally the fucking Matthew McConaughey of fucking dude. I love how Matthew McConaughey talks. Like, yeah. I mean, I think that's his whole thing, right? Like, yeah. I'm not, oh, I'm not the only person, but I'm just <laughs> saying, like, Texas slang. I fucking love Matthew McConaughey talking. Like, that's probably one of the only dudes that like could, you know, interrupt me on in the middle of a rant and like I'm flexing in front of a girl and he starts talking. We're all just gonna be like, oh, he's like a. You'd be like, He's yes, like I'll hug. smoke with you, Matthew. Yeah. He's like a hug to your ears. Um, yeah, that's crazy that that I know that speech more from the J. Cole song than I know it mm. from the fucking <laughs> You're right. Then I know it from the actual speech. I never saw the speech until I heard it in the J. Cole song. And I was like, that that sounds just like something he would fucking say. Yeah. Um Yeah, that shit was a train wreck. Fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me two times, can't put the blame on you. Mm. Fool me three times on the visa, the rain on you. Hey. I think that's how Osiris. He whistles. 1,800 pounds and do whatever the heck I want. 
Is this a fucking car commercial? Yeah. I can respect that. I can respect that. Respect. He's the fucking he's the fucking uh, bunny on uh, on Winnie the Pooh. Oh yeah. You see? <laughs> Was he really? So no, good. he's not. No. I do it so good because of that lisp thing I said. because ah, yeah. you see. Yeah. <laughs> I told y'all that's where the S's come out of in my like. Where does your S come out of? Where's the air come out on your mouth when you say an S? Oh, it does come between like your your top teeth and your bottom lip. It yes, like, but from the front. From the front, yeah. Mine comes from the fucking left side. From the side. Oh, yours. Go- Is it like a little uneven? That's why it comes out on the left side and not the right side or both sides. I, that's what we realized. That that's why my lisp. I don't have an actual like classic lisp. My it's my tongue, so my tongue's too big for my mouth, so I have to let the air out. I had to really like practice oh, in shit. speech how I have to do it so that it doesn't sound like a like a super bad lisp. I usually get a worse lisp in Spanish and when I'm drunk. What? So if I'm if I'm drunk and I'm speaking Spanish, my lisp is wild. But in English, I'm pretty good because I took speech classes in English, so I can control it. But you and didn't then, take speech classes in, in Espanol. Even though I took ESL, but I, no, because my speech classes for like me, my lisp was in English. So I was able to like figure out that just lay back, like chill out a little bit. Hey, don't say your S is so hard. Like relax. So I, it's like a technique that I have to have to not be able to. That's why people are like, oh, I don't hear a lisp. And it's like, yeah, because I'm working really hard. Good. Uh, good. So if you spoke Spanish like uh, Puerto Rican, you wouldn't. <laughs> you <laughs> have that problem because they don't even say the S's. Puerto Rican. Espanol. No, yeah. Puerto Rican. I should have talked to that Spanish girl like that I was Spaniard. talking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was, I'm telling you, bro, nobody talks about the fact that there is an actual language barrier between different Latinos. Fuck yeah, there is. Argentinians oh, are speaking. a pain in the ass to listen to. No, but not only that. Spaniards <laughs> are a pain in the minute, ass gonna, to listen to. You're going to piss off the whole Argentinian <laughs> fucking fan base that I've Well, built. they say the same shit about us. Have, <laughs> like, no, it's like we, but, we have a hard time. It's not just that. It's that, um, like, I can speak Spanish to people, right? And I can talk about the general stuff. But whenever you get in that, like, mode with a girl and you're trying to, you know, sweet talk or whatever, I don't know how to say Spanish words to somebody. And let's be, let's be yeah. real. Mexicans don't have the smoothest Spanish. I feel like, I feel like, every, like Caribbean people obviously got some little smooth Spanish for that type of shit. Yeah. But me, you know, I'm like, hey, la chingada madre. And I'm, I'm just kidding. That's racist. <laughs> tratando de calentar That's el comal with some fucking talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Even tratando de calentar el comal, like that's 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 our that's our talk. But yeah, it is. It's always it's always like a like house or farmware farm related type shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was speaking like some things, and I just didn't even know. I was like, okay, uh, like what's that? Like I don't. I don't know at that point, you know. How how was she trying to warm up the situation? Oh, she uh, there was a lot of warming up. Like, so, was, besame, tío. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, wow. No. No me beses, tío. She was not speaking from Spain. No, she was not Spanish. Oh, she was Spanish. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I thought you were saying Puerto No jodes. No, she was just she. I mean, she was very hot, but I don't. I don't. There was nothing I could fucking. There, there was nothing I could. I could do to be honest. I was just like, cuddle me. <laughs> Let's go to sleep. <laughs> play me some lame music. Play, say that I'm a fucking lame. Uh, Lulu's right though. When this? we write poems, they are fucking uh, beautiful. Oh, sorry. And what? Yeah, uh, Spanish poetry is fucking spectacular there's some really really cool shit the away with words the thing the thing is though is like she's hot as fuck 
Oh, sorry. the Spaniard was hot as fuck? Hot as fuck. Learn Fire some Spanish fuck. poetry, yo. Ligas mas. Bomb ass bitch. Yeah. Uh, that will forever be a memory. I'm sorry. If, if anybody, if she know, if she watches this and she, she's like, this bitch, shut the fuck up. It's because it's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. So I'm going to embarrass myself in front of everybody and let y'all know. This is embarrassing. I am... I'm an embarrassment to lesbians everywhere. Didn't you say she learned English though? I'm she embarrassing. English. Hey. Hey. Now the I ball's in that. your court. Yeah, this. Um... Hey, I'll bring you to LA. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Try to, please. <laughs> please. Whoosh! How I like girls. A hundred extra percent sugar. Thank you, Peulate. <laughs> That's how we sound in Spanish. Yeah, Is that what you're trying to say, motherfucker? A little bit. How I like hers. Embarrassment for entertainment. That's my whole life. Let's be real, right? Because people... I don't know. I don't know what people think, but do you understand that the dynamic usually and I'm going to give away my secret sauce, but this is what it is. The dynamic usually. Right. Whether it was with my ex, which you guys love the content, whether it's with other people, my dynamic is usually I'm the one embarrassed. Like somebody does something and I'm just like stop no because i'm shy like that's that's my only though my shtick is literally like people are funny and they say wild shit and i'm like embarrassed most of the time and you guys like to see me be embarrassed also i like when pretty girls talk crazy and i i'm shocked Mm. so like i'm literally like that's that's your thing that's who i am like that's what it is i love when girls that you know that's why if you're too sweet to me or too nice to me really like really quickly it's like that's cool like i like that but i like being made to feel nervous if you're not making me nervous all the time it's a trauma really i should probably like you know hopefully the therapy therapy will be figured out but i do like i like to be nervous it's like make me feel something you know what i mean like i go on stage i'm nervous as fuck do you understand i have stage fright do you guys understand that the reason i get drunk on stage is because i have fucking stage fright do you get that do you get that i literally even have stage fright in public restrooms i can't pee unless there's a lot of fucking noise literally when i was locked up in juvenile hall they had to give me my own room with a bathroom because i couldn't poop for like a week in front of everybody and i was getting sick so they were like we're we're sad that you can't fucking poop so you get your own bathroom you fucking brat and I'm like, sorry, but that's what it is. I'm easily fucking embarrassed. And, but also I've somehow learned that the most success I've had has been when I worked through my embarrassment or my, my, me being shy, which is really weird. Cause it's like, I said this and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but because everyone knew that I was going through something this, some that, you know, this whole last year, everybody gave me a lot of space and a lot of grace. And everybody was like, yo, Snow's going through something like leave her alone, you know, blah, blah, blah. But what I, what I did admit to myself, because I am a very self-aware person is that I think I'm ready for people to stop giving me that much space and that much grace, because what it's made me do is now, whenever I need alone time before I would need five minutes alone before I go on stage and I'm good. I'll be like, yo, give me five minutes. Let me go in the bathroom. Five minutes. Calm down. That's it. It's gotten to the point where people gave me so much space and so much grace to because I'm going through something that I've been needing like an hour and a half of nobody around me. At that point, it's like, bro, like 
stop like push through this shit like don't fucking be a fucking coward don't keep punking out you know what i mean i don't seem shy i don't seem shy because i'm talking to a fucking camera if you think about it there's nobody here except for my fucking friends and we're drinking to do this do you think that that's your 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 brain or your subconscious trying to I don't want to say it's not overcompensate, but try to make up for the fact that you don't know when you're going to get that space again. So your brain is just like, let's fucking sink into this shit now and absorb as much of this as we can. And then you just kind of got used to it. Right. I recharge. I, yeah. Yeah. I so, know that's the problem is the recharging because the, the recharging. Sometimes we get stuck in like grind, 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 grind. And then you have these long spurts of just your fucking body gives out. Yeah. Your, so it's like. And I'm, I'm older too so i went through years a lot of the shit that you go through i was like fuck that was me five years ago fool like it's just that not only is it the non-stop shit but it's the it's the juggling multiple fucking projects at the same time it it wears on you but it, you don't see how much it wears on you until you step away from that for two seconds and then it's kind of hard to get back into that fucking groove so it's like how do you incorporate these little breaks along the way so you don't have to take a long fucking break right yeah i think i think that's what people maybe 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 i'm not saying it the way i i i mean to of course social battery breaks are needed right of course taking those breaks yes you're absolutely right that that's the moment that i take to recharge in order to be able to give what i'm saying is that after a decade and some change of doing this i know myself and i usually need a five minute break every you know like for every hour i'm social i need a five minute break what i'm saying is that because i was going through something that was so obvious to everybody around me they've given me yeah. all this space and grace for it and that social battery break has grown to where now I'm becoming a little comfortable with everyone giving me as much space as possible. And I think it's being a little bit of a detriment to my actual healing because mm. now everyone it's like, it's kind of like everyone's giving coddling me a little bit too much. And I'm literally take taking it upon myself to let people know you don't need to coddle me anymore. I, I'm okay. Like I'm going to be okay. Even if it seems like I'm not going to be okay. I need people to, get back to how we regularly should be working and are working. And yes, I need my five minutes, but I need to slowly start getting back in the groove of things because if not, what's going to happen is I'm going to sink deeper into thinking everybody should allow me as much fucking time as I need. And that's not how I work. What yeah. happens is after a while of doing that, I start getting depressed because now I know I'm not doing enough and, and now I have to like make it up somehow, or it could be a detriment to my career. And I'll tell you the truth. If that happens, if my job fails, I'll really be depressed. I don't even know what the fuck I'll do. So, so it's like, as much as people think that making me feel comfortable about those little things, if in the long run, it has, it has negative impact on my actual life and my actual career, we could see the results of that in a year, in a year, you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't want to get to that point. So I think, um, a lot of times, and I'm saying this just because there's times when we have to speak up for ourselves and be like, yo, thank you guys for being amazing friends thank you guys for everything that you're doing in order to try to make me feel as comfortable as possible i'm letting you know now it's okay for you to push back on me and be like yo get back to it that's the best thing you can do for me as a friend right now yeah. not giving me as much space let her be alone guys she needs time alone let her be alone yeah. now it's like you're i'm giving y'all that permission of like yo step back into this shit and be like hey let's go let's do this which is what happened the other day when i was we were talking about why I don't hang out, why I've been stuck in my room, why I just have been so distant, so far away from everybody. And I told him, I was like, honestly, I feel like 
you know, as much as you guys are letting me do my own thing, like sometimes I feel like I don't really have that many friends. And so we had a real heart to heart and then right away went to the fucking uh, jumpy thingies. Went to the jumpy thing. Yeah, I I think that was a big change on my part because he like obviously we've been hanging out and we've been working together for maybe like three years, almost four years. And um, I came into this shit as a fan. I was a fan way the fuck before I ever stepped foot in here. Matter of fact, I made a lot of changes in my life so that I could be able to dedicate the time to be here. Yeah. And to to apply all the shit that I acquired professionally to be able to apply it to what we're doing here. But it was a thing for the first two to like being on the ranch here for the longest time of being like, all right, I'm not 100 percent sure how shit's rolling. Cool. This, that and the other. It's like I'm I will get in where I fit in. But it was a huge change in the last few months to where it's like after all the shit that you've been going through and a lot of the stuff to where it's like, all right, we got to get ready to start getting stuff for tour season. And the conversation that we had to do that we had the other day had a lot to do with like yes there's all these pending things that we could get started for tour or this and that and the other but at the same time after hearing you um vent on a lot of your frustrations and a lot of the shit of like oh this is this is where i'm you know, these are where the problem areas are that you were running into frustrations. I was like, all right, cool. We don't need to give a fuck about any of this tour stuff right now. We need to have a conversation about the friendship that we've built and how I could be there as a friend. And as whole, it's very difficult when you work with somebody, but you also have a friendship with them. But there's also like a fanness perspective to it, to where it's like, how much of that shit do you have to push aside and be like, the best thing that I could do as a friend is not only push back on some of the maybe the because when you're in the center of the storm and we we talked about this the other day too like when you're in the center of the storm you don't necessarily see all the things that are going that everybody else around you sees and it's not about whether everybody around you sees it or not it's about if these are the people that you have around you that you trust and they're your friends your friends are supposed to give a fuck about you care about you and a lot of the times that means tell you Maybe not necessarily where you yes, where you're dropping the ball, but maybe that it's not that it's like, okay, I see that this shit is destroying you. I see that this shit's affecting you in a really fucked up way. I don't have the answers for you, but I could tell you right now from the outside looking in, it's obvious that this part or these things or this stuff right here is an issue. So I will I will. It's more important for me to be friend with you right now and later and whenever else. I'd rather if I could salvage anything out of all this shit, I'd rather salvage the friendship than the business shit, than the fan shit, than all this other shit. It's like, fuck all that. I'd rather I'd rather be the friend there for you than it is all the other stuff. I'm not worried about the other stuff. If if we have work and mutual work that involves deadlines and shit like that, fuck it. I could figure that out later or that could be some other stuff that gets played out somewhere else or whatever the fuck it is. And same thing with the fandom, like the fandom part's easy like that. That part's like, oh, yeah, I'm a fucking fan. But that kind of like it has a very limited scope to it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm a fan. But now that I'm here, it's like, all right, who the fuck I'm a fan because I want because I fuck with the things that you represent and that you put out there so now that I'm here it's like okay how can we amplify that like how can we build support for you how can we make that shit happen yeah and if it means having to tell you it's like hey full nah this this ain't this ain't it I don't have the answers but this ain't it or or like yo we don't have to have cameras around let's go kick it that's when we went to you know to go jump around at, at the fucking um yeah. At the sky zone. And we had a blast yeah. at the sky zone. And it's like, it, it's, it's something 
it's not necessarily difficult. I think a lot of times people feel like, oh, it's difficult to hold my friends accountable. It might be difficult that first time, but after you get that first one out, it's like, make that shit as regular as possible. Like you said, you met, you texted me. You're like, oh, that conversation was dope. It's like, yeah, that conversation was dope. I would rather have those conversations every fucking week and we cry and we raise our fucking voice and everything else and have that happen every week. I would rather have that than whatever guessing or not talking to each other for a week or two or yeah you know having frustrations because of this or this deadline passed and we didn't get this done it's like i'd rather have the conversations every week that have nothing to do with any of the work shit but have more to do with like how the fuck are you doing as a person than all the others and i want to give you credit for that that you checked in with me on that and that we had a real adult grown-up conversation about that no matter how much it can go up down whatever the fuck and we can really talk about it yeah because i do feel like there's a lot of times when the problem when you are a source right because i am i am technically like you know my career kind of sources a lot of this stuff like my rap career and everything like that so it could become to where the only people that i talk to on the day-to-day are the people i work with and my friends and of course they're my friends but also we we work together the problem is whenever like i'm outputting and we're good cool but the moment that i go that i go dark yeah people go ooh. She's acting weird. Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna have to step aside real quick. I'm gonna have to step back because she's acting distant from me. But they didn't even take the time to realize I'm going through some shit. So I think that's where then I see that behavior and I go, oh shit. Like the moment I'm not consistently outputting and being able to give and give and give, motherfuckers don't even notice that I'm going through something. They're just like, oh, you're acting weird. Why? Because what you're used to is me giving, giving, giving. So you don't even, you don't even check. You don't even check that the person who's constantly giving is burnt out right now. And you, instead of stepping in and being like, Hey, how can I be there for you as a friend? I know how much you've done for me. I know what you've, you know, been able to get output. Can I be there for you? Motherfuckers don't do that shit. What they do is, Oh, I'm out. I got to do my own thing. And it's like, wow, that's crazy that as long as I'm giving motherfuckers is all around. Everybody loves that shit. But the moment I, that's why I said that shit on faith. You know, the moment I lost my footing, because there is those times when you lose that, when you go through something and you're just like, bro, like I can't, I can't like right now, I really fucking can't. And I really had the value, like the people that stepped in and were just like, yo, like I notice and I need to know what's up. So that's, that's the level that I'm at right now more is like, Anyone who did, who did check and, and, and when you checked with me, you realize I'm not even asking to be more coddled. I'm asking, yo, put that fucking pressure on me. Tell me, like, say that shit. Don't do this weird ass. I'm distant. You're distant. Everybody steps away. Let's do this. Like snow snap back into it. Let's do this shit. I, I, I need that shit. I love accountability. I've had people who are some of my haters and you know who the fuck you are. Cause I'm sure you're fucking watching. They'd be like, I'm just here to hold snow accountable. I don't need you to do that. I need my fucking friends to fucking do that. And I always ask for it. Yeah. I need some space. I recharge. And then I tell my fucking people that really love me, help me in this because I love to be a fucking accountable. I love for you. You know, whenever I say like, yo, I'm going to go, I'm going to get on the treadmill and all that shit, or I'm going to get back on it. Like I ask you guys like, yo, let's do this shit. Let's, let's, let's really be on this journey together. But, um, sometimes it's difficult cause you know, yeah, there's a lot of energy vampires and shit. Somebody said space becomes addicting and that's very fucking true. Mm, I think yeah, that's what is. I meant is that yes, people give me that because you know how my, my social battery runs low or I'm like introverted and shit, but it becomes addicting. And now, like I said, those five minutes turn into 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. Now I'm not around anybody. I love having my own space. 
and I need to be able to snap back into it because I'm a regular fucking human being. And this is my livelihood. This is my job. This is what I do. Being public about a lot of things, not everything, but a lot of things in my life, my interactions with my friends. I love y'all. I think y'all are fucking hilarious. I think Ito's hilarious. I think you're hilarious. I think all my fucking friends deserve spotlight and shine. And that's always been the way that I move, which is why yes sometimes i'm who's this person they're no longer here who's this person they're no longer here that's very natural how many people have you had in your life that are still in your life you people come and go this is life however because my life is public it's going to make you feel like well what happened here well what happened here okay look into your life what happened to your high school friends what happened to your friends from fucking you know two years ago where are you at with certain people that you thought you were going to be best friends with shit changes people grow people come people go people come back as long as people don't shit on you when they're gone and as long as you don't shit on them when they're gone you can always rekindle shit you can always be friends again the moment people take it to that level of wanting to be the victim and talking mad shit on the internet that's the moment where you're like okay bet you yeah that's this is done yeah i got friends i haven't talked to in years but the minute we see each other everything's fucking gravy again and it's like we never skipped a beat yeah but that's also the trippiest fucking part is that um it's i think it's very and i just see it from the outside but like it's it's got to be incredibly incredibly difficult to keep somewhat of a level-headedness somewhat of like a of, of a fucking sane consciousness when it this it's not normal it's not normal to have millions of people paying attention to the shit that you post on social media it's not normal to um be able to run around the country and have thousands of people show up to fucking scream your name for a version of a version of you that they have in their head that it could be varied of how it is from who you really are. But the point is that's the version that they have in their head and like fandom, that shit's not normal. That's just not normal for anybody. And a lot of us have to deal with a lot of mental health shit without the public spectacle of it. You know what I mean? So it yeah. made me, it made it very difficult for the, the time that I've been around you to be like, how the fuck do I approach this? Because I want to be there in a supportive way. I want to, I want to, um, be able to support you and the project that we have going on as much as possible. But how do I do that in like the healthiest way? That's not, um, not in a way that makes it cause at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck whether we do any like business wise, whether anything happens or not. The point is I want to support who you are as a fucking person. Yeah. So when you get to the, to the inner circle of like, how can I, what, how can I be, um, best of service to their to the inner circle it's like uh it it takes a lot of figuring the fuck out because it's a lot of things as somebody who's not in the public eye with millions of views it's like how the fuck do you support someone who is in the public eye with millions of fucking views because it's also understandable that anybody that everybody that approaches you okay you down ass fans that are in the fucking that are watching the podcast and everything right now you guys might be the downest fans that are supporting and everything right now that's cool you guys understand where you're at but on this end of the spectrum everybody that approaches you don't know what kind of intent they're coming with and i have to understand that as somebody who's also approaching it's like all right I get it. Like there's a lot of different people with different intents that are gravitating towards snow, the product 
you know, their version of whoever the fuck they think Snow the product is. It's like there's a lot of people gravitating towards that and wanting to break in and wanting to, you know, do this because, you know, she's fucking popping or because they saw a video here or because she's happening here and there. And it, it makes it very um, there's a lot of figuring out on this end of like, all right, how the fuck do we support Claudia, the person? And how do we how do we make sure that we're good and sustainable long term while at the same time, like not being able to understand all the shit that she has to deal with, but being able to see all the shit that she has to deal with and be like, yo, if, if you, you know, let's do some other shit that's away from cameras. Yeah. Or like we were talking about the conversations that we have. I would infinitely rather have those conversations away from cameras, <laughs> away from other people, because yeah. like that's way more on it. And you should. For, but like, when you have those conversations, because that's the digging deep and having those conversations, and then you can publicly have the conversation yeah. now, yeah. right? Which yeah, this yeah, is yeah, now yeah. a conversation after we've came yeah. to an understanding and we can have have this combo yeah. which is a very difficult and very necessary conversation to have as friends and as people who you know it's so easy for people to be like don't give a fuck what people think oh oh people are spreading rumors about you don't don't react yeah leave it alone yeah. but it's like bro there's only so much damage people can try to do to your character and to yourself that yeah i could live here and be like oh well god knows my heart and then my real ones know what the fuck but there's a little level of like yo at some point you got to stand up for yourself and be like bro you're not yeah. allowed to talk about me like that especially when it's like i should i should have you know what i mean like it's like yeah. if there's like a rumor going around and it's like you know what i should have done that but i didn't i didn't do that yeah. and it cost me a lot of pain in my real life to not. Yeah. So for somebody to still say something that I did, it's like, I didn't do that, but whatever the fuck. Anyway, this is my fucking livelihood. Um, so ultimately it doesn't matter what the fuck is being said. If, if, if the whole internet was to say, I'm a fucking crackhead. And every time you Google me and says, I'm a crackhead, guess what? Most people are going to think I'm a fucking crackhead. That's yeah. how it works. But unfortunately that type of pressure is just part of like what comes with this shit. And the best thing you can do is remind people there's 10 years of, my life and of shit like this i'm drinking on a fucking monday going live <laughs> there's no editing there's no editing i'm getting drunk i'm almost done with this fucking shit i'm just talking if i was as shitty of a person as some people like to think and remember it would have came out already but it doesn't come out because guess what that's not the person i am it's just that like chisel said everybody got a different uh, different version of you in yeah. their head a lot of times when people like to victimize themselves they need the other person to be a fucking evil person because how the fuck can you be a victim if the yeah. other person isn't evil because how the fuck could you ever come to accountability how the fuck could you ever realize where you fucked up if you don't yeah. let if you don't make the other person evil, yeah. you know what I mean? And guess what? Nobody's ever going to say, hey, I'm the evil one. Nobody's ever going to say that shit. Yeah. No one's ever going to be like, I'm the evil I one. Knew, I met one person that did, bro. Yeah. I was in an Uber ride and the fucking guy. The driver? The driver was telling me I was in a pretty long Uber ride and the driver was like, he's like, you know, it's just hard to. I remember. I, I think I told you guys about the Uber drive that I got into where where um he was in a conversation with his friend and he's like i'm sorry he's like it's gonna seem really like dramatic right now he's like but do you mind and i was like no you're good um and i'm hearing their convo and it was crazy his friend got <laughs> caught cheating his friend got caught cheating and he's telling his homie like about all of it and he's like but you know she'd be doing her dirt too and blah 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 he's like man well if you really love her you know you guys need to fucking work it out blah 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 they're going through all that shit so then he clicks right it ends the conversation ends and then he starts talking to me and he's like you know 
and he told me that he was the evil one in the relationship he's like i feel like shit that i'm the monster he's like it really feels bad to know that i was the monster in the story and so it eats me alive every fucking day he's like so i literally uber to try to not be in my thoughts he's like i make music i do this i do that he was saying i do all these things he's like but he's like it fucks me up in my head because by the time that i was willing to admit that i was the monster in the fucking story she was done she he's like and i just can't fucking live like this and i'm like god damn that's, that's fucking, fucking crazy. That's progress too, though. Not only is that a rarity, but that's fucking progress. Cause I've been the piece of shit in relationships as well, especially through my fucking early twenties, scumbagging it left and right. But like to get to a point where you admit that and feel guilt. One thing's admitting it. Cause you could admit it to your boys and be like, yeah, I was a piece of shit. Yeah. I was fucking around all the time constantly. But another thing is to feel fucking bad about that. Yeah, that's points to that dude. And hopefully he figured that the fuck out. But yeah, you got to admit what you got to you got to be able to recognize when you're a piece of shit and you have to feel guilty about that shit. And a big part of that, if you don't, is you do have to build friendships that you can trust when you get it. Like you were talking about earlier, it's easy when everybody's doing good and when we're fucking killing it and everything's doing spectacular. I usually try to take those opportunities to build so that when we are not doing good, we at least have something to to fucking start off from and we're not starting from scratch but yeah damn that's no, a fucking hard one you got to keep people around you that you could trust in shitty situations not just that you could trust in good situations that you could trust in shitty situations to call thing, you out on your shit yeah the thing is that yeah self-awareness is very important because <coughs> sorry um that's the only reason you're gonna that's the only way you're gonna grow if everybody around you enables you and doesn't fucking tell you the truth and you don't really if you see no tocas piso, like if you don't, it's like jumping in the pool. You yeah. know how sometimes jumping in the pool, you're just kind of there, you're kind of floating until you touch the floor and you can push yourself back up. That's the only that's the only place. So when you get to that real place of like, yo, this is where I fucked up. This is what happened. This is and it's real facts. It's based yeah. on facts. You can sit there and tell yourself these lies all you fucking want and be like, well, if they just and if they but you and you and every time you're pointing out and saying all that shit, but you're not really like pointing at yourself and be like, bro, this is what could have happened when things aren't based on facts. Here's the biggest thing. When you react to screenshots or actual facts, receipts, Mm -hmm. facts, real life, tangible, real shit. When you react to that and you go, well, this that's that's when you know you're not being accountable. Yeah, because the only thing that a narcissist when narcissists can't fucking go any other route, they literally cannot react well to fucking actual facts. Yeah. If if you ever, you know, like I said, there was there was somebody a long time ago that, you know, they were like hitting themselves and I had to film it because had that person woke up and been like, you beat me up. I had to be like, no, no, no. Here's the video. I I was trying to stop you, but you was wilding. You know what I mean? That's it's like the if hardest somebody... part is when alcohol and drugs are involved because it's like you can't hold them accountable while they're fucked up because they're never gonna they're gonna always just play it like oh well I don't remember that I was fucked up like I got friends like that. It's like I'm if somebody like, was to get in your own heart, if, if you, you were can't... to get in your own fucking car, bro, if yeah. you were to get in your own fucking car and be like bathroom. I'm gonna crash my car, I would have to be like please don't, but also I would have to film it because if you wake up the next day and you're like you crashed my car and now it's a he said she said. 
Now what the fuck am I going to do? Now am I going to post it? No. Am I going to go social media? No. Am I going to do any of that? No. But it's, it is a public record because I have been someone who has been dealing with a narcissist my whole fucking life. I do believe, you know, one of my parents, actually probably two of my parents are. So because of that is that I've had to be able to understand that the only way that a narcissist cannot fuck with your head is having actual facts receipts you, yeah, have, you to. have to take notes doesn't mean facts, you have to go public or go on the yeah. internet you don't got to do all that that i think that shit is for fucking your own fake mental fuck. sanity it's you for your need own to mental be able to document shit you need to be able to go back and reference shit so they'd be like i'm not going crazy yeah like if i do bring this shit to accountable and there's patterns too the thing with narcissism is like we all have a little bit of narcissism some of us it might be way more accentuated some of us turn it into our fucking personality and some of us it's just it's way too much of who we are and nobody has held us accountable for it so that we're way too far gone and to the point where it's like we will anybody tries to hold us accountable we look at it as a fucking joke and dismiss it because i have people around me and it hurts when they're in your family that that's who those people are that it's like fuck well i'm trying to address this shit so that you could address this shit but the 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 point is it's like fuck well like you have to um if people around you are telling you that there's an issue, you have to be willing to do something about that issue. If not, why the fuck are you, why the fuck are these people around you? Whether it be family, friends, or it's like, if yeah. you're not going to be able, if you can't trust your friends when they tell you that there's a, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's blind spots who would be like, okay, I know this person's telling me this shit because they have a huge issue with this in their own personal life. So maybe not take it super that serious. But if you could triangulate between two or three friends and they all kind of agree on that shit, then try and do something about it. Yeah, uh, triangulating is very And also, important. yeah, triangulating. Triangulating is super important. And also you talked about right now, if somebody said, I'm going to get in my car and kill myself, just as a fucking healthy... No, I didn't say kill myself. I said they're just going to fuck up their car. Yeah, they're going to fuck up their car. If somebody says they're going to kill themselves, I'm not going to lie, That the way that I was able to get... That's a very narcissistic thing. I'm going to kill myself. The way that I've been able to, in four different occasions where I have people try to manipulate me with suicide, I yeah. say I'm calling the suicide hotline. Yeah. That's anytime. the way I go. Yo, I'm going to get you help. I'm going to get somebody involved. You need help because I don't know what else to do. Back in my, yeah. back in the day, I would get very scared. And there's been times more recently too, where like I've been scared and I'm like, yo, please don't please whatever you need. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. But it does get to a point where once they've done that too many times, then you go, yeah. I got to get you help. Yeah. I got to get you, I got to get you committed or something. That way you can, you can make sure to, you know, get the help you need because I don't know how to help in that. That's what they do. Willing to, every single you time you them. say that, every single time you tell them you're going to get them help, they go, no, 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 I'm good. Yeah. That's Fuck when you're yeah. like, you motherfucker, you're lying. Like, because you don't want real help. You just want to get your way. And with some people in particular, like if you're, okay, this is just a public service announcement. If you're in a fucking car with someone and they say, oh, we're going to drive up a bridge or something, or they start driving super fucking crazy and you're telling them to slow the <gasps> fuck down and they don't want to slow the fuck down. My ex when I was 16, he did that. Exactly. So if you're ever in a fucking situation like that, you were like, holy shit, this fool is fucking, or this chick is losing her shit and they're accelerating and they're driving crazy as fuck on the freeway or on a regular road, just reach over and turn off the car. Turn <laughs> off the car, push that shit into neutral, and the minute it comes to a slow crawl, get the fuck out of the car. Don't get back in the car. Like, you could figure out all the other shit later. If y'all got kids together, you could figure that shit out later. But the point is, don't get it in a fucking wreck i think it's because my fucking tiktok algorithms have figured out that i like rock watching fucking car crashes on the freeway i don't like watching car crashes on the freeway it just thinks i do so now it's throwing that and it got me thinking about that i was like 
how many of these motherfuckers had a chick in the passenger seat and being like, oh, fucking drive this off a cliff? No, you don't need that shit in your life. Wait, turn your off for the you car. page is very, very tailored to your to what you engage with. So what I watched, are you engaging okay, with? Okay, first of all, I saw, <laughs> it starts throwing me car videos. I've so I'm like, all right, seen... I'm in with car videos. Okay. And then after the car videos, it starts throwing me car fucking races, street races. And then it turns into uh, intersection takeovers and people getting hit at the takeovers. And then it turns into car accidents. I'm like, I need to reset my algorithms. That's that's like pimple. That's like pimple uh, videos. Like if you if you start watching extraction pimple videos and then it turns into cysts and yeah. then it turns into disgusting shit. You're the like, wait a minute. Line. I was with you through the blackheads and the pimples, but I don't think the, I want to watch cysts. The pimple popping. popping to cysts pipeline needs to be stopped. Goddamn yeah. it. Yeah, Leo's fucking car crashes on the freeway <laughs> needs to be stopped. Yeah, you you had to go pee like 30 minutes ago. I know. I just um, wanted to say this shit about <laughs> getting off your car. Well, like yeah no yeah definitely i had an ex when i was 16 um he manipulated me in that whole suicide thing um that was also the first time that i was in a domestic violence uh situation where i i don't know you know when you're 16 you're like dumb and like when you're 16 you ever heard that taylor swift song mm -mm. no somebody tells you they love you you're gonna believe them it's kind of what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my gosh, drag me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was, that was my first like serious relationship. And the person was, um, wasn't a domestic violence abuser to begin with. Um, was actually very sweet, very nice. Um, but eventually turned into, you know, very jealous, very projecting, very like, why are you looking at that person? Why are you looking at that person? I couldn't, it got to a point where I was literally like looking down when we were driving. Cause it was like the moment I would like look up, it would be like, Oh, you staring at him. And it's like, no, I'm just fucking turns out. Actually, he probably did cheat on me. We found that out yesterday on TikTok that he, the reason he was probably projecting was probably because he ended up cheating with one of my friends. Um, I think, but it just goes so far. I think he ended up. I, 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 I found out they did meth together at some point. Oh gosh! Yeah, oh, so that got crazy. Here it gets really messy because, to be honest, the person who gave them the meth was my mom's ex boyfriend. Oh my god, it's getting maury. It gets crazy up in this bitch. <laughs> so look, I had a. Okay, so yeah, like I met this person in Mexico. I told you they lived in LA. I lived in San Diego. They moved to San Diego for me. They didn't do meth at this time. Um, so they're living there. They find a job. I, you know, they find a place to stay, all this shit. Eventually he's renting a room from like somebody, all this shit. Then eventually, um, you know, he's just like, I got to make ends meet. Like I'm working, but you know, I need to make more money, all this shit. My mom used to date a dude that used to be a drug dealer. So he didn't drug deal no more. But at the time he was like, I mean, I can get you something if you need something. So the guy was like, yeah, I think I need some, you know, whatever. He ends up getting it. He ends up drug dealing. Um, at some point, I'm assuming the business wasn't going so well for him. So he decided to do it. Right. I didn't know that my friend who I have another story with that I've told you guys about before. So it's really funny. Um, do you like how for you've been watching me for 10 years and this is the first time I'm telling you this story. Imagine how many stories I have that I've never really like shared, but I will eventually. But OK, so this person, I used to work out wings and things. So if Shannon's in here, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> if, my friend wings, if my friend Shannon's here, she used to work at Wings and Things with me. So I would go to school. I was going to high school and then I was going to work every 
fucking day. Um, I've always worked. The moment I turned 16, I've had a job. Even before that, I was working under the table and then I got a real job every single time. I've never not worked. So anyway, I have a job. This motherfucker got to the point where he was literally outside my fucking work staring at me and being like what are you doing what are you you know who's that or what you taking too long with this or whatever Fuck, waiting for me outside, outside of work. Of work waiting for me outside of work and i was just like i don't know why that wasn't giving me meth vibes at the time i guess because I, I mean i've never done that drug so like i wouldn't fucking know but anyway yeah that shit's super paranoid like super, you see it immediately with people that do meth like they got i don't think he did yet paranoid. i think he just already had those tendencies because he was a little like intense like but at 16 you're that just like oh he's so sweet it, you know? he you're like he, you're it. you're so sweet well his dad was a coke dealer in mexico like that he definitely at yeah. least tried it so anyway yeah all these red flags right so he'd always be outside of my work all this shit whatever it got to the point where literally my work started getting very annoyed of like me having to take breaks and shit that i eventually quit my job and i was just like okay so that goes to show you already like that type of abuse in a relationship is going to make you be like you're going to, it's a detriment to your career, to your, to your life because yeah. now I have to quit a job because you can't fucking stay. And now it's arguments and whatever. It got to a point where eventually just got physical and broke all my shit, broke my cell phone, broke my makeup, broke mad shit. He's the same dude that crashed my car and then mm. bought me another one. Mm. Um, just mad crazy. And so eventually I called the cops and I got the fuck out of there, packed all my shit, left, moved away. Um, Still, we would talk on the phone and this person would just be like saying all this shit and uh, was like, you're never going to get over me. Like you, you'll never you'll never meet anybody that you'll have the same connection as you did with me. Uh, like you don't blah, 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 all this shit. That's romance. Right. I was just like, what the fuck? First of all. But that goes to show you that there is trauma bonding. Yeah. Because you've been through so much shit with this person like that time that he literally was in his fucking car and was like, I'll fucking kill us both. And if you know San Diego, there's a lot of places where there's little cliffs and shit. He was in like the Scripps Ranch area where there's a bunch of fucking cliffs. Motherfucker was driving like left and right, mad crazy off the hill, like on like fucking crazy, right? He had a fucking Bronco. Crazy as fuck. And um Broncos roll over easy as fuck, too. Right? I was just like, what the fuck? I fucking I literally fucking fainted. <laughs> the ex is terrifying yeah i fucking fainted and i wake up to this motherfucker just smacking me and being like claudia wake up claudia 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 wake up and i was just like oh my gosh like what the fuck so that's when literally i left did all that shit then i find out right once i was over him because i moved back to san diego when i was completely over him i went to high school um in modesto i went to high school in modesto i did my own shit whatever whatever i come back and um now i'm over him and i have convos with my friends in San Diego and one of them w- slipped up and said yeah because the time I was smoking with him and I was like when were y'all kicking it together because I'm guessing he was also super possessive in the sense of like don't talk to any other dude so it's like why is he smoking with the homegirl yes yeah right so he was very very don't you know like even pulled me away from it that's what narcissists do they don't want you to have friends homegirls homeboys nobody they want you they want to isolate you right a narcissist is going to want to isolate you and you you cannot talk to anybody because that's the only way that they can fucking like have you to themselves yeah so anyway you gotta um, be there you go that's so i'm chilling and this girl goes oh yeah because when i was smoking with him and i was like you were oh shit you guys were smoking like you were smoking and i wanted to know a little bit more so i didn't ask very much like 
crazy i just kind of was like i wanted to know because i met him in mexico he's from la and y'all were never that close mm. and it's not like we were in the same friend circle so it's very weird that you would have been smoking with him and she goes and that's when she admitted that she smoked meth with him yeah and i was like y'all smoked meth together and like I was the one that was being accused of every fucking thing under the fucking sun. That's when it started fucking with me in my head because now I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Like this shit was all projecting and weird and like was that the he beginning of the end? What blah, blah blah? No, I was already over him at okay, this time. You were already over. I was already good. over good, him. Good, good, good. But that triggered me back into a cycle. Which is what I want to let y'all motherfuckers know. When you find out some crazy detail about the relationship, it'll trigger you right the fuck back. And as much as you're over that person, you back in the fucking cycle. Because now you're like, wait, now I need answers. It goes back to you. It makes you feel stupid. It makes you feel stupid. And it makes you be like, bro, I got to fucking, I got, now I got to hit him up and ask certain questions, which I was so over this person. But now I just want to know because the curiosity, right? Curiosity killed the cat. So literally I was just like, like now I got to know. Let's find out. So I hit the person up and he's like, oh, we can link up. We can talk, whatever. You know, I'll tell you to your face, whatever you want to hear. We link up. We talk. He's talking to me in my face. I'm with my friend Marlene at this time. She's linking up with her, like her boo or whoever the fuck she was with. And, um, and she's like, oh, you're going to meet him? (laughs) No, (laughs) no, she, no, Marlene didn't do meth. No, stop. Cause we're actually going to have her on the podcast. Her her boyfriend or her boo or whatever. I'm saying y'all both linking up with them at the same time. They were both smoking meth together. (laughs) No, no, Marlene didn't. No, he was kind of chunky to be honest. Her boyfriend boyfriend was a little chunky, so I don't think so. But anyway, everybody um, was fucking with Christina. No, um, no, that's the thing though. Stop. Because the way that's how rumors get started around here and yeah. i i do want to eventually have a convo with marlene on the podcast so anyway um that whole thing happens i link up with this person and then the person said um or the guy sorry was like thought that this was the beginning of a new like round you know what i mean and i'm like no yeah. no no no. i'm over you i just wanted to have this convo for my mental health like i wanted clarity on certain situations because i'm kind of being like like I'm, I'm kind of fucked up in the head over a lot of the things that I knew I saw, but I let you guilt me and make yeah. me feel like I was doing. So I feel, you know what I mean? Triggered and whatever. So, um, that was it. I saw him. I really felt like that whole vibe of like, was that now that I'm kind of, now that I'm looking at him, this dude kind of ugly. Like I had that type of sound situation because it, you know, when you link up with an ex and you look at them now that you don't have feelings for them and you're like, I can't believe I let you do all this shit to me. You motherfucker. Was like, he how dare you? No, he wasn't. Okay. He was a fucking cholo. Yeah, he was a fucking pelon straight up. He was a pelon fucking skinny cholo, tall dude. Um, and oof, apparently method again, the importance of having friends that you could trust around you because if she had a crew of friends that she could trust around I couldn't. her they were the smoking time, meth with him behind my back meth. <laughs> but at least bitch. if they were all open about smoking meth that's with him behind same, her back then she would be able to triangulate and figure it. that shit no, out no i'm gonna just fucking say it that's the same bitch that when i defended her when everybody was calling her a hoe and i defended her she literally wanted to fight me over defending her mm. she's like i don't need you to fucking defend me i should have fucking known i should have beat that bitch's ass to be honest you should have throw them hands I was trying to be a good friend to the wrong motherfuckers. God damn it. And to be honest, that's the that's the person that offered me coke in my life. That's the only person who's ever offered me like actually been like, yo, here, do it. 
and that was my friend and i never did because my other friend walked in and was like don't fucking do that because i was a, I was the baby of the crew so they were just like don't fucking do that shit and i never did and that was the closest i ever got was because i was all fucked up and drunk and she was like come on do it do it and i was just like oh everybody was like shooting bb guns at their butts and shit it was fucking weird it was a weird party <laughs> but you know so she was trying That's to get me involved in that do, whole shit to do, Chris, uh, to do fucking coke <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then because at each other's ass and then um i uh Thanks to my real friend who stopped everything and was like, Claudia, you need to stay away from them, all this shit. That's when, um, that's the reason that I never have. I, I really have never done that drug. Dude, I've never done I, any of that. I will say shit. this from the outside looking in, it might be like, oh yeah, this is definitely a crew that fucking, yeah, it's a crew that parties hard. We might fucking smoke. A bunch of people might be stoners and might fucking drink a grip. But I am very, very, very grateful for the fact that this is not a Coke crew. <laughs> this yeah. is not like the full, no son periqueros, full, ain't nobody racking lines around here, not on tour, not on the best day, not I'll on the worst day. I'll tell you this anyone who does do Coke is not part of the crew. very grateful for that shit. Anyone who does do Coke is not part of the crew. Yeah. anymore or or is yeah. or anything the moment i find out anybody's doing that shit i go either you're stopping or you're leaving yeah. that's it and if you choose coke that's cool that's on you yeah. but around here i just have a very big because you got to think about it this is my house like this is the, the ranch like i want to be able to leave things around or you know if there's money on that counter i want to know that it's still there i want to know that i'm, I'm very like this yeah. with things and i don't want to be around people that i can't trust we look at cokeheads the way that your mexican tia looks at you for being a marijuana <laughs> like it's yeah. <laughs> like the, the progression yeah. of that shit Again. but i'm very grateful for that because i've been around coke circles and i'm like damn fool you motherfucker is just like there's an unpredictability, a wild ass factor and like a bunch of starting a bunch of businesses that are never going to happen type of shit. Then I was like, I don't need to be around this shit. So the yeah. fact that this is a, a group from top to bottom that I'm like, all right, I'm comfortable around these motherfuckers. I know that if we wild out, it's all, like it has its. Yeah. And it's to, the person, to the person that said Coke is rich people's uh, drug of choice. Then why do so many broke people do it? Yeah. Well, yeah. If Coke is so rich. Then why is it that most of the people who have fucking Coke problems are actually broke as fuck and literally only work to be able to do coke and party on the weekend yeah why because yeah. they're not balling most of the people that i've known that do coke they're not happy they they're fucking miserable coke. they don't even do quality coke <laughs> yeah, they, they literally like only want to do it whenever they're partying around their friends or whatever and they usually do it to feel better about something they're doing that isn't even fun you feel me so it's like i get it i'm no judgment whoever the fuck wants to do it do your thing all i'm saying is you're not gonna be my everyday friend you you can yeah. like I've, I've known rich people i'm not gonna lie there's artists or like people that might do it and they do it on their weekends or whatever that's cool but you're not gonna be a person that's like in my house all around every single fucking day that's not gonna be a thing yeah but, if you're doing key bumps on a tuesday tone it the fuck down dog you ain't coming around yeah <laughs> like you said are you sure it ain't crack no it's coke I, I i get that you're being defensive yeah, you over smoke it crack. You ain't hold snorting. on hold on um to the person wait i want to know who it is because okay and you're seeming a little defensive with the little the little uh thing that you got going on you're seeming offensive i'm defensive it's cool don't worry if you do it i'm yeah, not a yeah, i'm yeah. not attacking you you can do your thing all i'm saying is for me around my household i try to put a stop to yeah. that you know what i mean that's it i understand that people do molly people do ecstasy people do this they do that whatever i'm not telling people not to do yeah i'm down for their molly life. and ecstasy i ain't gonna fucking hate on molly and ecstasy i just feel like from what i've seen that drug doesn't lead to anything good 
for your own health, for your own benefit. I'm not, if you want to do it and you're, you're around me, you know, here, here and there, do your thing. Don't offer it to me. Don't offer it to anyone in my crew. Do not bring it on my fucking tour bus. Do not none of that shit. If I see that shit, you're going home. That's it. That's a hard boundary for me, but that's my boundary that, that shouldn't affect, you know what I mean? Like if you're a viewer and you're, you feel offended because you like to do it on the weekends, that's on you. That's your business. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. If Um, you're a key bumper, just tone it the fuck down when you're around. That's it. Just don't offer it. It ain't gonna happen. Um, And again, it's very much because I don't even think it's good for you. It changes the chemistry in your brain. And a lot of times the people that start kind of doing, doing Coke, they start getting a little questionable in their decisions because they start slipping everything off as like, oh, this is cool. Oh, this is all right. Oh, she won't be mad if I just grab a little. Oh, she won't be. That's what I've I've gone through that with friends where it's like the judgment and the boundaries and the moral compass starts shifting a little bit. I'm not yeah. saying a lot. I'm not saying you do one bump of coke and all of a sudden you're the most shady person in the world. I'm nah, saying people start by doing it here and there. People start by doing it every, every time I party. Then on the weekends, slowly but surely, as you start progressing, doing it, little moral compass things start getting a little fuzzy. Fun to be around. Starts getting a little fuzzy. Plus, if you really think about it, a lot of motherfuckers start getting mad emotional. Mm -hmm. They start crying. They start getting mad emotional. They start going up and down. They're they're fucking crying and fucking being crazy. One moment, they're all of a sudden they're fucking laughing and and having a great time. Then all of a sudden they're fucking depressed and they want to kill themselves. Then all of a sudden they're this. It's like, bro, if you have mental health issues and you're doing a drug like that, you sh- somebody should put a stop to that shit because you shouldn't be fucking doing that. You 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 got mental health issues. You need to work on those mental health issues. I already have a problem with the fact that I have mental health issues and I drink. I don't think we need to add drugs. <laughs> You know, but that's what it, the devil is a lie. Which a a lot of you people might fucking think that Snow, like for all the reckless ratchetry that she is, she's chill as fuck. She stays in her room, she kicks it, she does shit with her fucking, with Drew, with Ito. Like she's not really that fucking savage ass, wild ass party animal, you know? It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, shit's chill. Party when it's time to party, but... Yeah, it's it's a very look seriously it's a very Leo, family friendly environment said, by comparison. It alters emotions and thoughts. That's it, bro. Yeah. Like it's not even so much about you know, don't get so defensive with it. Yeah. It's just more like if you're going through something it's like me. If I'm going through something that I think I need to change my life, I might trip off shrooms, right? Because a lot of times it's been like a set, like it sets me up. I will advocate and for it shrooms, changed. yes. It changes, like it's changed my life. Shrooms have changed my life in very specific times. I don't yes. do it for, you know, for regular. For the Here better. and there I have microdosed or whatever. But shrooms is a thing that will maybe give you some perspective. But I will not do shrooms if I'm completely depressed and having a a very depressive episode. I'm not, I'm not going to do shrooms. Or if you're around reckless people, because, you don't want to do shrooms around reckless people. Yeah. And, 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 or if, if I'm around people, I don't trust, I don't like to do shrooms because then I'm looking at them and being like, Ooh, I'll never be around these people again. Yeah. So whenever I'm around people that are quest that are questionable, I won't do shrooms. And if, if ever I'm very sad, I won't do them because I have a very bad, like come down off shrooms and like, God forbid, you know what I mean? But it's just one of those things where it's like, I have done shrooms or LSD and it's changed the way let's say it gives me like a 35 degree change on 
on on something that I thought I wanted and all of a sudden it, it changes it for me and I go this way every single time I've done that it has been for the better and it has always improved my life in some way yes. but I do it with respect to the experience drug. you know what I mean yeah. yeah I do it with respect towards it it's not just this thing that it's like haha whatever I do it more in a therapeutic like in a way that I'm like yo this is gonna get dark this is gonna get ugly I'm gonna have to go through this but it's mostly for me to do something that maybe I've been dreading doing maybe I've been scared that if I really have this like vision of something I'm gonna have to say bye to a few people I hate that don't ever do shrooms with people that are gonna fuck with you do shrooms with people that are gonna like support you and let you have a good good fucking experience man that's yeah, 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 yeah. Don't. Shrooms are, are super, super dope, but do them with people that are going to be... Okay, like when my girl did shrooms for the first few times, I was like, all right, we'll go on a hike. I got you. I'll bring all the snacks. I'll bring all the food. I'll bring all the shit. Like, have your experience. Don't trip. You don't have to worry about nothing. I'll make sure nothing happens to you. I'm just going to smoke a little weed, but enjoy your shroom trip, and I got you. Yeah. You know, it's like be with... You don't want You don't want to be with those fucking people, those friends that you have, those party friends. Those, but You don't want to do shrooms with the party friends that are going to fuck with you, that are going to be like messing with you because you're fucked up and this and that don't you want to have a good experience on shrooms yeah yeah and also like i said um yeah microdosing is cool but also there's been a lot of times when i've seen people be going through an episode and then they do shrooms every day and they go crazy and they never land yeah you also had, don't I've, want to do shit every day yeah so i've lost some people <laughs> that were friends that i considered friends that i hung out with every single day they never came back like, yeah. so you have to have respect for that. And you have to also understand that when it comes to shrooms and stuff or like, you know, ayahuasca or any of that type of stuff, shrooms, the reason that natives were doing that type of shit is because, you know, they knew something they wanted. You know what I mean? Like, like there was a respect for it. They're yeah. not just like, yeah, haha, well, fuck it, you know, and then mix it with different things. Yeah. It's like, no, you have to have a fucking purpose. And if you do have a purpose, it'll be way fucking better for you as far as a life thing like in a life journey type vibe and that's where it's shitty that that drugs get categorized as all one lump sum because we're talking about shrooms and ayahuasca in the same breath that we're talking about fucking key bump warriors you know what yeah. i mean where it's very 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 different the times that i've done ayahuasca it's been with one of the older family friends that took me to some indigenous retreat in mexico city on the outskirts of xochimilco where we're going to stay in overnight and it's a it's a whole experience you know it's like that's very different from motherfuckers doing key bumps in the club bathroom right yeah. like, to the person that said junkies shit. like no because again i can't tell you when's the last time that i fucking did shrooms and when i did them once again it was very much with respect towards the fucking situation and the drug and what i or not even drug because i like i said it's not it's not to be compared with drugs. It's something that yeah. has been used for very many years before fucking all the colonizers came through and fucked yeah. everything up and started calling it drugs. Thousands of years. When natives actually have had the fucking answers because the indigenous people of every fucking continent have had the answers and have all been living a perfectly fine life before all the fucking colonizers showed up and fucked everything up with their diseases and rape and stinkiness and gross, disgusting shit before all those colonizers showed up and were gross um indigenous people of every continent were chilling 
they'd have their ceremonies. They do certain things in order to figure out life. And that's it. But, you know, if you want to be on the side of the stinkies, that's yeah. on you. Aztec shaman used to do a fuck ton of shrooms, go sit at the top of the pyramids and stare at the star at the stars for fucking days and nerd out on that shit. And that's why we had a calendar that was infinitely more accurate than any calendar that we use now, because these motherfuckers were just tripping out on shrooms. Yeah, they might have been cutting their dick and bleeding out a little bit for some weird shit. But that's because I did too many shrooms. But the point is, like, we figured out they a lot of legitimately <laughs> scientific things that that we cannot compare to today because they try to use the shit in the most responsible way possible. Right. Like that, there's a very, very big difference between them and that. And again, key bumps and talking about all the businesses that you want to start that you're never really going to follow through on. Doc. Like it's a very different fucking experience. <laughs> And you said like those monks that got arrested, but those weren't those monks doing meth. Yeah, they were doing meth. And man. you can't compare. So here's the thing. Here's what we're gonna <laughs> talk about. Something about being meth. bald. I remember yeah. that the monks Again, doing so meth. It's, it's it's fucking monks <laughs> that were doing meth. But let's talk about let's talk about one thing though, right? Because when you're talking about spir- spiritualism or whatever the fuck, spirituality and fucking you know like religion and like certain hallucinogens or things that might reset your life or whatever, you can't talk about the exception and make it seem like the rule and you also can't can't forget that those meth monks were men yeah man has consistently fucked up shit sorry guys not to talk shit about men but man like humans i said it the other day humans have consistently fucked shit up right but man has consistently fucked shit up since the beginning of the fucking earth what we're doing on earth right now just even as human beings is so fucked up we value money more than we value anything else we're fucking up the earth if we really wanted earth to last a lot longer destroy us all exactly we would fucking be back to hunting and gathering we wouldn't be wasteful as fuck like all those farms we would find a way to barter if we can get back on a barter system and people can barter work barter things barter whatever you know you provide this i provide this we help each other out if we can get back to that type of situation pre-capitalism we'd be in a better fucking place but unfortunately unfortunately everybody wants to fucking one be into this capitalism shit two be fucking methed out monks these dudes are fucking shit up dudes are fucking trash no i'm just joking no dudes really have consistently fucked shit up and now you can't talk about ceremonies and like indigenous shit and like doing drugs doing psychedelics without you bringing up the fact that some fucking monks were doing meth because you start getting i can't talk about god or or or, you know religion without you talking about a priest touching a kid warping god like you you you, start warping that was a man that fucked that shit up man fucked it up it was my, no nuns. There was no nuns. There were nuns. My situation with God, my relationship with God is completely separate from anything that some man is doing any fucking where. And that's why I don't let that be fucked up anymore. I'm not, a, I'm not attached to any religion. I'm yeah. not attached to spirituality you, is very different from religion, spirituality, spirituality and God. Yeah. Meth monks and fucking cru- pedo fucking priests have nothing to do with me. Meth monks is men doing what they fucking do. Pedo priests is them doing what they fucking do. Has nothing to do with whether or not I am spiritual, religious, and 
might try psychedelics once every four years in order to reset my life. The entire point of religion, doesn't matter what fucking religion is, the entire fucking point, take man out of the situation, the entire point of any fucking religion is to try and be a better human being, try and be better to the people that you love, try and do to be better to the people that love you, try and be better to your fucking neighbor, try and be better to the community, try and be better as a society. If you're not going to try and be, <laughs> that motherfucker, yes. monks on meth. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Next caller, meet me. That's me right now. That's me talking my shit. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Yep. Your thoughts, your thoughts, your thoughts ain't my thoughts. Definitely I'm fucking dead. Why does that look like my ex-boyfriend that used to beat me up? Broken windows. That I'm joking, by the way. He didn't broken windows. He didn't beat me up. He was just physically abusive. Yo, he What's looks like him. I'm fucking what dead. What happened to that fool? What's that That's what we need to figure out. Where's, fool at? Where's this fool at now? Because this fool was famous as fuck for a minute, dog. Like, I used to get a kick out of watching his methed out rants. Dog. Like, this cuss- dude was crystal. Power. Hit it. Is what? It's the spirit of God. See, the spirit of God is omnipotent, and it works on you. It'll work on your ass, and I can be far, far away because it's considering conscience. You know, it ain't unfilling my conscience because I'm I'm sent by Jesus to do what I'm doing. It's all, and I keep it all lawful and legal. I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Any, anybody, anybody resisting? Goddamn, my ass kiss it. This was the first version of Kanye. This is like Kanye 1.0. <laughs> yeah, to rhyme it too. Everybody yeah. it. Damn, this was uploaded 16 years ago. That's crazy. This to is the beauty, reptilians in beauty the overlords had the first time out. Physically abusive or psychologically. I told you he was physically abusive. So for you to ask, I mean, Andrew obviously Tate's it was psychological. Death. Hold on, can I talk? Sorry, my bad. You said um, physically abusive or psychologically. I told you when he broke all my stuff, when he slapped me. Didn't I say that when we were in the Bronco and he was driving around in the fucking hills and I woke up and he was slapping me? Yeah, um, maybe they just joined. Go back. Shake, yeah, like picking me up. He was six foot three. I was five foot one maybe at this time i think i grew an inch in, since, <laughs> since then well, i was 16 i'm sure i didn't stop growing at You're fucking 16 um you know How picked me up he? shook me he was 19 19 and you were 15 well he was 18 when i met him i was 16 i was 16 yeah and All then right. he was 19 but i think that's like that's like a pretty regular like age gap um you know, so yeah, abusive in every way. But the fact that right away women want to jump to it, like, wait, was he psychologically or physically like abuse? It don't matter. Yeah. Like, but you know, what's crazy is that for men, I do think that for men and for pretty girls, people will very quickly jump to the defense of the abuser. Yeah. And a lot of times people will victim blame. If you ever find out that somebody was a victim of abuse and the person that was abusive is somehow attractive to you, you're going to try Your brain can't get, your brain cannot handle it. Yeah. Your brain is like, wait, but what did you do? But what did you say? But yeah. did you deserve it? But did you trigger them? But did you this? But did you that? And you're like, wait a minute, what? Is this real fucking life? I've seen it happen time and time again. And we've seen it with the whole fucking, um, the, the case where I think Jamie was all confused about what the, the details were with what's his name? The fucking, um, Pirates of the Caribbean guy. What's his name? Uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. Johnny Depp. A lot of people were confused about, you know, whether he was abused or not, just because she's like a white girl, you know, and at the end, obviously. <laughs> but you know what's fucked up? They've never dated the white end, girls. <laughs> at the end of 
the case everybody didn't like her once all the details came out but you had to go through dirty details lawsuit crazy messy shit that's fucked up like you shouldn't have to go through that he should have been able to walk out and be like yo she did this and that and that's the reason why i don't think she deserves this and people should have believed him but you know why they didn't believe him because he was a man because men you know, you're usually going to be like, ain't no way that a girl did that shit to you. So you have yeah. to go through law, like lawyers and fucking court and like put out all the dirty details. And the only people that were happy with that was everybody that was entertained. But and I feel very bad. Variety but I feel, shit. yeah, I feel very bad for people who are victims and they have to continuously have to talk about it or defend themselves when it's like, bro, you should, you know, like, or leave it alone. People could have left that shit alone. They could have got a divorce without it being so fucking messy. But yeah. people love to fucking get involved and get the tea. We the don't need to know she shit the bed. It's not fucking. Yeah. Like that detail could have been left out. But I guess knowing she shit the bed somehow affected, you know, your life, which is I why everybody wanted too, to know that. A white girl wiling out on some like, you're not listening to me and then shits the bed. I could fucking see that. God I'm damn dead. it. I could fucking see that. Yeah. Somebody said, why are you going to give people different uh, a pass on different types of abuse? Yeah. Don't give people passes on abuse. That's the whole You point. fucking didn't come fucking poop. <laughs> <laughs> you have to play, play your mom full of the mental health problems. You said, my sister is in one because it's emotionally, verbally abusive. It's not considered abuse. He's a narcissist. That shit is That's fucked That's still up. considered mad abuse. Well, just having, to, bitch just having to deal with a fucking narcissist means but, you're either going to take abuse or you're going to have to nerd out on ways to manage that shit. And and very few people go the same. But like I said, route. as it's somebody who's been in, in an abusive situation, it's up to you to leave. Yeah. It's up. I'm sorry. And not, not to victim blame, because I don't think that's victim blaming. I think I understand the connection that you get to that person, but you have to leave. Like you have to, you have to cut the cord. There's a book called codependent. No more. You really have to like read that book or listen to it on audiobook or whatever. But it's like, you really have to do it whether you could be heartbroken you could be sad because at some point when you know you're in a in an abusive situation and you don't leave it's becoming your fault because you you're a grown person you're there because you want to stay and you can't blame them for acting how they're fucking acting because you know and you knew what kind of person they were and you're still there so at some point you have to fucking leave and yes they're gonna guilt you and you're gonna guilt yourself and you're gonna feel like shit and you're gonna feel like you're the bad guy for fucking leaving and they're gonna beg and they're gonna cry and they're gonna say they're gonna kill themselves and they're gonna do all that shit but you have to leave yeah. your brain at some point has to be stronger than your fucking heart you have if to your trust brain, all the friends that don't talk to you anymore because you ignored them and decided to stay with this motherfucker yeah your brain your brain has to Put facts, write it down. I think this is the biggest thing that I can give you advice on. Write down everything you're fucking feeling. Write down the good, write down the bad, write down why you want to leave, write down why you want to stay, write down everything. And just really, that's the only point where like your heart and your brain will be able to separate because you'll be able to be like, okay, like my brain is reading this. And if someone was treating my sister, my brother, my family member like this, I would tell them to leave. But obviously you can't make that connection because yeah. it's you, you're yourself, you're emotionally involved. It's hard when you're in the eye of the storm. But so you have to see it on you, paper. You gotta be able to trust. Yeah. Once you see that shit on paper, you, you know, and it really sucks because you said she tried going to a domestic violence shelter. They didn't consider it abuse. She has a plan in place. She's buying time right now. How many times have we seen that? Especially, yeah. 
you know, in, in a lot of times in, in our families, like Latino families where, you know, some of our tias or our cousins or our parents might be in a long-term relationship where they weren't the breadwinner, where they, they're like, well, if I leave, who's going to pay the bills? If I leave, where will I go to? Um, yes, domestic violence places and shelters have, you know, they have all these like rules and ways that like they kind of could push you away and shit. Mm -hmm. And it sucks that as a woman in a domestic violence or in a, in an abusive situation, you have to have a plan in place until you do you're fucked. Yeah. I might, I might help some domestic violence, um, situations or places, um, in that, because I do think that it does affect, um, a lot of women of color definitely. And, you know, a lot of Latinas that, we were raised like that. You're raised in yeah. this machista world where you're, you're supposed to accept certain things because, well, he pays the bills. Well, yeah. you know, and he's you the one that... you think you can't that, do it without him. You think you can't do shit you have kids. Him. Or you got kids. You got kids and now you're like, well, who's going to take care of the kids? Rent is really expensive right now. I really can't afford to move out and just get my own apartment. Like, he's going to... You know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. I feel you. And it's a really fucking sad situation. Um, yeah, especially if you if it's at a point where like by the time you realize you got to get the fuck out a lot of times, especially for women, it's like your whole family doesn't talk to you anymore. Your friends don't really fuck with you anymore because you kind of push them away because you always rode with this motherfucker. I know I get that shit, but they will happily take you back if you're trying to get the fuck out of that situation. And yeah. it's way easier said than done, but it's. Look, if you it, it, it's it's a fucking leap, but if you wait, know, Heather you said kids, Heather said Heather they Heather. they don't consider it domestic. Wait, unless you're in a sexual wait, relationship. I'm trying to read it. <laughs> they don't consider it domestic abuse unless you are in a sexual relationship with the person, even if they tried to rape you. So because they fail, you don't qualify for help. That's deep, bro. Trigger warning, by the way. Sorry, I should have done trigger warning before we started talking yeah. about this stuff. That is very true. And also a lot of times until they actually hurt you, they don't help you. Um, that's why there's been so many cases wherever somebody, you know, ended up dead because they asked for help. They said, well, technically this hasn't happened. So then, you know, bam, like I remember I had a stalker and I hit up the police and they said, well, technically until he walks in your house, we can't do anything. Mm. And it's like, so this motherfucker has to walk in my house. By the time he's in my house, I'm putting a bullet it's in his late. head. By the time he walks in my house, I'm putting a fucking bullet in his head. So who are you going to arrest? You're going to arrest me. Because if I have a fucking stalker that stays outside of my gate and at three in the morning for three hours and is leaving weird notes and is doing weird things outside of my house, I'm oh, a, I'm a single, shit. I'm a single mom with a child in my house. By the time he walks in my fucking door, you're going to arrest me for murder. And now I got to go to court and deal with all this fucking shit because California tends to be too fucking soft on fucking criminals. That's fucked up. So I get it. Like, trust me, this type of shit, like... I'm not being shady or having any like of these topics for any other reason than re really this shit needs to be talked about among women, among Latinos, men, all of us. And in the queer community needs to be talked about because domestic violence in lesbian relationships and gay relationships is fucking wild. And a lot of people say it as a joke that, oh, well, you're two guys or you're two girls just squab it out. And it's like, no, you shouldn't be raising your hand on your partner, the person you love, the person you you really love. You should not put your hand and hit them you know why are you smirking because someone said something something about shitting the bed you're um, right though i'm reading comments my bad you're yeah. right continue 
Um, no, uh, let's let's go through that pipeline. So t- domestic violence and 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 numbers of uh, domestic abuse and shitting the bed and shitting the bed. Again, it goes back to that narcissistic toxic. You shit, shit where you eat, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if we're going from do- talking domestic violence to talking about shitting the bed, the hardest thing to do is to leave a fucking abusive ass relationship. But if there's anything that you could rely upon, is you could look around you to anybody else that's in those shitty relationships. And if you can't look around you to friends and family, that means you're already too far gone. If you don't have any references that you could lean on, but. You don't want to be like how many of our aunts, how many of our grandparents It's like, yeah, the the our grandpa or whatever wasn't the best fucking person. And they just gave up years before and just raised these kids and never had a life of their own and were never happy and just lived out their life like that. Like, you don't want to be like that either. You know, you don't want to be said I'm a stud and people be like, what the fuck? You be getting hit by a girl. I'm like, I'm not that kind of person. To be like them. Steph, that's a hard situation. I get that. Because it's like people always are going to assume. Like even a guy. Like if I've heard a girl say she hits her boyfriend. And I've literally been like, bro, that's not right. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how much you think you're funny or tough or whatever. If you're a girl, if you're a girl that hits a fucking guy, you're you're a coward. Because you know he can't hit you back. Yeah. So you being physically abusive to a guy. You're a fucking coward. You're a piece of shit. Equally as if it was a guy hitting a girl, equally if it's a girl hitting a girl, equally if it's a guy hitting a guy, because you're preying on the fact that that person loves you and has love for you and won't hit you back. Yeah. Because the moment that that person hits you back, what are you going to do? You're going to have that reactive abuse and you're like, he fucking hit me. And it's like, well, you were hitting him first. None, none of that shit is right. So that's why from now we need to start correcting when girls talk so freely about hitting their boyfriend or, yeah. you know, girls talk about hitting their girlfriend or whoever the fuck. Or, you know, even if it's a, if it's a, um, if it's a, you know, more masculine presenting girl getting hit by a fem like a femme, like that's wrong because it's like, bro, you're taking advantage that somebody loves you. That's fucked up. I can never understand how you can see somebody that loves you and wants the best for you and takes care of you. And you raise your hand, ball up your fist and punch them. How the fuck? By the time it gets to that point, there was already all kinds of other abuse and red flags. And it goes back to the conversation. And you don't love them as much as you think you do, because if you really love that person and you're hitting them, you don't love them as much as you think you do, because you're letting your anger, your aggression, your ego, your your immaturity dictate what the future of the relationship is going to be, because if you raise your hand to hit somebody that supposedly you supposedly love, you know, they might break up with you. So how are you going to cry wolf when they finally break up with you when you did that shit? Like you did it. How are they the bad person? If you actively were hitting someone that you were taking advantage that they love you. So they won't hit you back. Yeah. How you can't blame them for leaving when you're literally abusing them. That's fucked up. And that goes for girls that hit guys too. I know that I, I'm always being that type of person that's like feminist and these dudes ain't shit and all that shit. But I don't like when I hear girls talk about hitting dudes. I think that's trash as fuck. If you think he's trash, if you think he's cheating, if you think this, if you think that, leave. Physically hitting them isn't going to help. The same way that physically hitting your child isn't going to teach them anything. Nah, it never teaches shit. It just encourages them to hide shit from you. You know, like hitting your children isn't okay. Hitting your partner isn't okay. Hitting anybody isn't okay. If you're that fucking triggered or angry or somebody's disrespecting you, dip. Don't hit people. Straight up. 
Not for real, though. Don't fucking. If you're already in relationships where. We, okay, like you were talking about earlier, how <coughs> people treat it very differently where there's physical violence versus when there's psychological abuse and things like that. It's like the point is you're still in a relationship where you're being abused. If you're working at a fucking job and the manager is a piece of shit and he's gaslighting you constantly or he's grilling the fuck out of you like you understand that you understand fuck that i don't want to be here because of that okay it might be that you don't have any other job right now but at least you got to start looking for an exit strategy and that's i think kind of the thing right it's like when you have these little spurt ups in the relationship of like oh fuck things are not going too well right now and your anxiety and your head starts running like what am i gonna do what am i gonna do start maybe taking a little bit of thought and putting it into the savings account of like, what's my exit strategy? What's my exit strategy? Start planning little shit into your exit strategy so that even if you stop now and the relationship goes great and again for another two or three months, the point is the minute shit's gonna go bad and it's gonna go fucking bad, you come back to what's my exit strategy? What's my exit strategy? So that by the time you do decide that you don't wanna be doing this shit no more, you already have a thought out, planned out exit strategy for what the fuck you're gonna do when you dip. And it's a way easier to do. I mean, I think have a fucking concrete conversation and really fucking tell the person as much as you fucking can, like, you know what it is, because also you don't want to kind of be sneaky or, you know, like if you're being very clear about it, but everybody should understand. I mean, that kin kindergarten, we learn, we don't hit, you know, we don't hit. So the moment somebody's hitting you, you need to fucking dip. Yeah. But Maricela said, my brother met a guy at work. They became, wait, my brother met a guy at work. They became friends. He spoke out about his girlfriend would be abusive and manipulative. He tried to kill her she survived and he ended his life unfortunately damn that's messy bro like that's, that's a lot messy. there's a he lot of shit tried, to unpack there wait he tried to kill her she survived <laughs> and then he killed himself he could have not to be it's not that easy right it's it's, it's yeah. fucked up to tell somebody just walk away because you know that when you're in that type of trauma bond you it's not that easy you don't just walk away the response but, is never kill somebody though. yeah but walking <laughs> away response. is always going to be a lot easier or better than somebody ending up dead that's just what it is you know um It's very unfortunate because, you know, someone's going to go to jail for the rest of their life. Someone lost their life. And the only people that lose in this whole shit that are going to be alive, that had nothing to do with it, but are very hurt is going to be the family. Yeah, the family, the family. If you have children, if you have, you know, your parents, your your siblings, anybody there now they wake up without y'all. You know, and they were the ones that were hurting and that were letting you know. I've been friends with somebody who was in an abusive situation where I had to be, I had to stop being friends with her because I would be there for her whenever I could, whenever I could show up, when I could pick her up, when I could be like, you can stay at my house if you want. Like, stop, just leave that situation. Like, seriously, like that person's going to really hurt you. And, and they would just go back. And it got to a point where it's like, bro, this cannot negatively affect my life and my job and my shit more than it's affecting you because you're taking all the help you can take. I'm picking up all the pieces of you continuously being in an abusive situation and when y'all are happy you don't even talk to me because he is like haha i got her and it's like bro i'm just being here for you as a friend so the fact that this motherfucker feels like a winner because he keeps on you know having you be a sucker and go back and i'm really just the bad guy and everything while i'm trying to be there for you i can't be your friend anymore and i haven't been that person's friend and we you know we reach out here and there we're like hey how you doing you know we try to be cordial but I, it left a really bad, you know, like 
taste for like what a friend is because you can't just yeah. allow your friends to be there be the shoulder you cry on you tell them the sob story you tell them you want to do better they're being there for you and every time that the person who's abusing you wants to feel like they're the winner in this whole shit you shit on your friend you're not a good friend at yeah. that point you're choosing your abuser i'm not victim blaming but you're not being a good fucking friend because you should at least be a good friend to people who are there for you other than that peace good luck to y'all sounds like y'all fucking deserve each other let me know you know let me know where to send the fucking gift whenever whether it's a kid or whatever the fuck happens listen to your friends that are trying to get you out of shitty relationships yeah patrice said then it became a choice for her exactly yeah once once there's been people there for you and you continuously keep going back at that point that became your choice and um thank god i'm not gonna lie that person got eventually got out of that got in a more stable situation has kids good. is good um but at that point i just that's you know we just weren't close yeah but at that point we just weren't close that much yeah. anymore we don't live in the same area that's why we still can be cordial and like talk to each other but it's just like mm, we just we just don't yeah um, relationships don't are supposed to make your life better not worse fool like your shit doesn't need to be worse it doesn't need to be publicly look cool but then behind the scenes be super shitty to be in that relationship yeah and that goes for romantic relationships that goes for friendships as goes for shit to do with family like your shit's supposed to be better like the people around you are supposed to make you want to be a better person and yeah. support you and be able to do cooler shit you're supposed to be building shit together you're not supposed to be in a <laughs> shitty relationship together right. and just fucking so lady b said okay other themes girl okay i mean you don't have to start it with okay that seems a little condescending but okay uh other theme girl uh what do you want to talk about um i cared about my friends that were using okay no well they said other theme elevate and evolve definitely obviously it starts with it starts with accountability like we said or just put it yeah it starts with accountability but um but yeah it's just like you need to move on from an abusive relationship you need to move on from this topic because y'all motherfuckers are tired of it bless you true um yes well uh in the, what you got for us at Cito? the beginning of this podcast michael chavez said love you so much love your music thank you oh thank okay. you thank you michael that's what it's about bbw love. latinas in this bitch hey she said i hit my year i just made my tattoo appointment for my q year day oh my year day one's tat hey Love all of you. Can't wait to see you on tour. BBW Latina, has that always been your name in here? Because I feel like I love me a BBW Latina, so I feel like I would have said that. Did you change your name recently? Because you did a good job. Uh, Melinda B. said, you party snow, you're not an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Melinda Thank B. You. also sent $5 for the cheese. Thank um, you. Chaotic Mess said, I go both ways snow, and when I'm single looking, I never know who I'll end up being attracted to but i but just physically for fun i have a type that's the fucking attitude nice. that's, <laughs> that's the, the fucking that's attitude the spirit. have that's fun spirit. that's the spirit do your thing josephine goodrich said do you ever use crystals for healing if so do you have any favorite crystals we don't smoke methamphetamines around here we made that very clear <laughs> i've had no some, broken windows yeah you guys definitely gave me some crystals for healing and stuff I can't say that I know enough about it to talk about it. So um, maybe as I as I do more research, I'll let you guys know. Ariana Michelle said you have every right to be particular. I love you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, about my type. Um, like I said, I like to. I like to narrow down, you know, kind of like, but it doesn't I don't have a type, I guess, as far as like 
love. If if it sparks, I guess it sparks. It's just gonna be what what the fuck it is, you know. Yeah, and Chris Juggalo. One ninety nine for the cheese. For the cheese, thank you. Sandy Slay says, "Would you ever make a movie or write a book about your life journey to now?" I would so love to see the journey from the beginning. Love you, Snow. Um, yeah, I am. I am making a a movie slash book probably about my life. Um, I think it's worth telling. Um, I'm also possibly going to be working on a docuseries. So there's that. Um, there's, there's a lot of things in, in, in the plan and in play, which is, um, why I like my privacy as far as like what actually goes down around here. I, 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 Post what I want to post and how much freedom I want to do it with. But I don't necessarily think that other people should be telling my story or lying about me. Um, that's that's the biggest thing. Um, unless we you know what I mean? Like unless. It's well intentioned, but just to like for tea and gossip, people tend to be evil. I'm not saying the people who talk about me, I'm saying people who want to get the quote unquote tea. And sometimes have you ever been telling a story? Like if I'm talking to you, right. And we're talking, have you ever been telling a story and then like, you're not really getting a reaction. So like, you're like, you're going to move on to the, like the more dramatic part of the story just to kind of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's some people like that, that will also add on details just because it's like, well, the story's not spicy enough. So how do I make this story get a reaction in the room? So that's <laughs> kind of what it's like on the internet. It's like, if you're not telling an interesting enough story, you gotta spice it up somehow, and guess how that usually happens. So, um, yeah, it'd be like that. Ooh, uh, I like that comment. All right, go to the next one. Liddy, Liddy Azul said, "Hi, Snow. I'm currently dating myself." <laughs> hey, nice. Which I don't, I don't know if you meant yourself. Whatever. Everyone I'm intentionally healing myself. Uh, pouring. Oh yeah, more pouring time and energy into my cup. I have a type in knowing this about myself i know what i'm looking for i don't want to hurt anyone like i've done before oh lady azul that's nice you sound like very accountable and you understand that you know you've hurt people in the past so you're spending time figuring yourself out that's fucking dope and then chris juggalo said i had the chance to take a picture with you but i was too shy to do so but my best friend did i'll i'll take it nice hell yeah uh thanaros shouts out to you Melinda B. Also one dollar for the cheese. Jam said, I grew up with a narcissistic mom that my therapist said I would probably end up with someone who is similar. And it explains Ooh. why I put up with my ex so long. That's absolutely right. When yeah. your parents are have mental health issues or, you know, narcissistic, bipolar, different things like that, you definitely grow up allowing more abuse than you probably should in your life with your partners because that's all you know and because that feels comfortable. And it's very hard to get out of that and you excuse a lot of it but also it is what makes you happy so it sucks because as much as you want to tell your friends like well this is what makes you have makes me happy and then your friends are like well if it makes you happy and it's like it sucks that sometimes we feel more comfortable and we are more happy in environments that remind us of growing up and it sucks you have to it's like you have to unstick yourself from the sticky trap you know what i mean like you're a fly grew up in the sticky trap the sticky traps all you know yeah you're you're a fly and you're stuck in the sticky trap and you're just like but it just it feels so much better when i don't move because whenever i'm trying to unstick myself it hurts so i guess i'll just stay here in the sticky trap and it's like no you got to get out of it it's like uh it's like rockets trying to leave the atmosphere like 
the the heavier like the heavier they are, the more fuel they need. The but then the more fuel they they need, <laughs> they need the heavier have, they are. The heavier, the heavier they are. They are. So yes, hundred percent. It's the catch twenty two shit. Uh, Crystal Salazar says, "Sorry, Daddy. Snow, strong topic for me. I hope you have a great day. Love you, nice. guys." Somebody said, "Like you liking girls that make you nervous." Oh, Gina Perez said, "Like you liking <laughs> girls that make you nervous." Exactly. I'm not saying that's the healthiest trait. Yeah. It's not. The fact that I can meet a girl that is completely at peace with herself, completely you know, perfect in every fucking which way and I'm sitting here like, "Okay, but where's the bad part?" that's that's trauma and i understand that which is why i said i can't if i was to get in a relationship right now and not do the healing i'm either gonna fuck them up or i'm gonna fuck myself up yeah i might be in the relationship and halfway through be like wait a minute you don't want to do that to somebody yeah so i rather very verbally and very out loud let everybody know like yo i'm working on myself if we want to go on a casual date cool if we want to vibe cool if you don't want to if you're like yo this isn't for me i know that you're dating other people cool i i have to take that l i can't just be like oh well this girl's really pretty i don't want to see her with nobody else that's immature that's immature and insecure like you know what i mean like if i'm dating the person i'm dating is allowed to be dating i'm i'm not gonna tell somebody i can date and you can't yeah and that's, there's levels too. There's a, there's a huge difference between I like being with girls that make me a little nervous by saying weird shit or doing weird shit versus I like being with a fucking narcissist that is always putting my life in danger. Like there's levels to this yeah. shit. You might have grown up with the second one, but <coughs> you might like and be familiar with the first one and be like, all right, I'll, I'll see what it. But people yeah. are, are at all different levels of understanding and different levels of progression and expression on how they show their shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So it doesn't just because you grew up with one doesn't mean that that's what you're going to fucking stick with. The whole point is that it's you're more naturally inclined to fall into that default because you never had a healthy expression of love and affection growing up. But that doesn't mean that when you grow up that that's what you want is an unhealthy. No, nah, it's like you, yeah. you understand that you do you do see some benefits or whatever. Yeah. You do see some healthiness within the recklessness of this. You see that it's a little more manageable. It's a little more uh, a little more yeah. feasible. To and be there's and there's a big difference. I was saying this on TikTok and I guess I'll say it here. Like. There's a big difference between me, yes, liking butterflies, me liking a sassy girl that we can have banter, you know, I can shoot the shit and like I say something, you say something back and it actually makes me laugh. Like we're actually, you know, we actually like vibe and and connect on that level. You're not just I actually I definitely don't want a girl that's just going to like be quiet and like do everything I say. That's that's then you're being fake because there's absolutely no I'm not perfect. So there's absolutely no way that everything I'm fucking doing or saying is perfect. You got to talk to me, like tell me what you know how you feel or whatever but there's a difference between that and liking a girl that can like stand up for herself and someone who's just gonna verbally talk shit because they think you like a sassy girl so they're just gonna talk shit like i had a girl recently i called her pretty the last thing i remember was i said she was pretty she said yes i am (laughs) right and then whenever i would say something nice she would be like as you should day okay but then when i was like oh i was like see that's the shit i'm talking about then they go what do you mean and i'm like well i feel like usually if i call somebody pretty like you know it's more like of a like thank you type shit not so much like like as you should you know and then i'm like like you know she's like what and i'm like okay well for example 
tell me a compliment and I'll, 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 I'll show you like what you, you know, what compliment. And I go like, tell me a compliment. She's like, you ain't shit. <laughs> That's a compliment. You ain't shit. Oh my God. And I was like, I literally remember because no, because it wasn't even like, haha, you ain't shit. It was like, you ain't shit. That shit and that look, I was like, <laughs> she's like, kiss my ass. You don't like it. <laughs> I remember sitting there and just being like, and then it got awkward. <laughs> and then they left oh, And then we never talked again uh, <laughs> And that was it compliment. It was like Shut your goddamn ass up <laughs> That's right Leave the I sticky like, trap Well because it's like a, You could have been I don't know There's like some banter That I'm into There's some shit That I'm like Hey this is But it's like That one was just a little Like that That don't even feel sexy Or nothing I was like that Well that's not that's not the type of how abuse much, I find sexy. Yeah, how much better is this relationship really gonna get if it continues? That's kind of that's the fucking red flag from the beginning. If you're doing casual dating, it's like how much better if this is you putting on your best front, like that means shit's never gonna get better than this. I'm out. <laughs> fucking call it. But internally, me. I'm like, you like me. <laughs> You're going to convert them. You're no, like, I'm going to Internally me, I'm like, you like me. I can tell you like me. You don't know how to act with how much you like me. And I want to get into those feelings. I want to find out you like me. And I'm going to figure it out. But then part of me is like, nah, you know what? Just leave it alone. Like, you know, whatever. Like, they might, you might, they might like you, but. As if you didn't have enough to deal with. Like, yeah. Like, like part of me takes that on as a, as a. You, but part of me is like, all right, you know what? Maybe we're not compatible. It's the thing cool. is, I mean, you're down to accept challenges. I love Anytime, a challenge. And you will fucking. I love me a challenge. If you want to trigger Snow, issue a challenge. Like she will, <laughs> she will not. She will jump on that shit. I love challenges, but at the same time, sometimes it's like, is that a challenge or is that just a straight up like fuck you? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's. it's I feel like a, a lot of a lot of times when people say shit like that too, it's like <laughs> leave they, the stove. Ellie <laughs> B said, "Leave the stove." Leave the stove. <laughs> right? They want to make it seem like they want to make it seem like, oh, this is quirky. This is gonna challenge you. But in reality, it's like you didn't even do a good job of making that come across. You just made it come across as shitty, and now it's a fucking big ass red flag. And it's the opposite of what you were trying to fucking accomplish by saying some dumb shit like that too. But you know, it is very much like middle school. Like in middle school, yeah. when somebody liked you, they'll shit on you or whatever. And like you know it's a little banter or whatever but you gotta know how to banter and people yeah. gotta have different degrees of banter like there might be a girl that i banter with that we might go at it but like we just know exactly how to do it so it's like attractive and then there's a type of aggressive i don't know kind of too <laughs> to where it's like well there's not even like another side to it i'm willing to be the, the butt of the joke for a lot of shit I'm, I'm okay with being the butt of the joke if this is cutesy playing whatever but if you just like cut me i'm like bro like this don't even feel hot this is this hurts <laughs> ouch what the fuck which sucks too because if somebody only listened to your like your music and didn't listen to like any of the podcasts or any of the other shit but just knew you from like the more popular music they would be like oh yeah she's a she's a tough thick skinned bitch that I could just fucking dig on and she's gonna get me like we're gonna we're gonna vibe right yeah. away and it's like that's not the fucking case dog it ain't gonna play out like that yeah I think people I think definitely people treat me 
like what they think I am. It's kind of like, you know, my hair, like if you, whenever people braid my hair to like install a wig or something, you know, my hair, if you brush it out, it's like big, like it's poofy. So you probably think my hair is more coarse than it actually is, but it's actually not. It's actually mad thin and like frail. It's just like, Mm -hmm. you know, poofy. So that's how people kind of like attack my hair is like, ah, you know, because it like looks at it. I'm like, Hey, yo, first of all, I'm fucking tenderheaded. Second of all, my hair is gonna fucking like break because it's like mad thin and frail. So that's the same thing with me. Like I'm similar to my hair. Um, (laughs) so like, yes, I snow the product might wrap and be like, I'm a motherfucker. Tell you, baby mama fuck around like that's my alter ego once i'm drinking and confident in a mic but like me as a real personality like my real personality and who i am as a person i'm mad sweet to people when i like them or when i love them so i get shy i get like kind of back so if you kind of like come in real like i'm like i'm scared you know it's it's just like that but i don't know not to deter any women from being spicy of course but i think that spice with flavor you know like a salsa i want a spice when it comes to women give me the spice but with the flavor robust you know all the flavors all the seasoning all the everything don't just give me something that's gonna it's not a it's not the hot chip challenge yeah it's not like the one hot chip challenge yeah don't just give me something that's gonna like stab me in the mouth yeah. that's not cool because where's the flavor then then yeah. you're just it feels like burn we want she wants to taste the garlic a little bit of onion the different peppers that you used in that shit she was just uh, un sazon for like and a dad, nice they call me salsa. snow the poofy snow the poofy <laughs> The good spice. Uh, Give me the salsa. Yeah, yeah. The flavor, the complexity of what salsas really are. Not just fucking hot. Not just, what is it? The hot wing challenge or whatever the fuck it is. Where it's just the hottest shit possible every time. It just intensifies. It's like, not that. We want the salsa with all the flavors and the complexities. Yes, exactly. And you said use that conditioner. No, but I do. But at the same time, if you brush my hair out, because I don't have curly hair. I have quebrado, like wavy hair. So anybody with wavy hair and even people with curly hair if you brush that shit out that shit's getting poofy like you gotta have straight hair to not understand that even no matter what your curl type is or if tu pelo está like like ondulado or whatever when you brush it out that shit's going you know so it just be like that um don't give you peace what yeah heartburn exactly don't stab my mouth and then give me heartburn and there was no flavor give me the flavor give me the 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 other vibes of it tour dates oh yeah that's right we said we were going to talk about the tour dates lisa printed them do you have them do you have you took it oh okay well, I, I, I do have it it's it in the car on the screen i just put what it the, the tour dates are out just the just no, the, no, that's not, they're not but we're going to preview them here first oh, oh shit. not the flyer oh you no i can say them yeah okay i'll say them oh so pull them up right now okay hold on yeah, because I said that we were going to talk about where what cities I'm hitting on this next tour on this podcast. You said this pod has been therapeutic. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, <coughs> sorry. You need product. Yeah. You have heartburn right now. Damn. Bring your best food for the tour dates. No. No, no, don't bring don't bring don't food because they don't they don't allow food. And also, I don't want I don't want You're you to right. feel bad if we don't. You know, that's just a lot. Look at the food. gifts. Imagine a bunch of food just the, like the way that the gifts were. Oh, my God. The gifts. You're right. So many gifts. Yeah. You got days to take off. Yeah. I would suggest coming to a few different um, 
podcast dates it's up to you guys help me on tiktok tag people go to my content on tiktok tag people you want to see on the podcast tag them go to them yes. comment like help make the connection if you think that i'm just i have someone just booking guests i really don't it's really up to like i hit people directly i asked lauren myself i said hey you want to be on my pod i asked um santa fe clan hey you want to be on my pod um you know i asked different people so i'm waiting for responses but I really need y'all to um, help help a bitch out. And also, like I said, and I'm going to keep on letting you guys know. The way TikTok works now is it's becoming a search engine. So whatever the contents are like, whatever the contents are like, um, it's it's going to be it's on the front seat of the it's on the front seat of the car. Do you want to just get it? Because that way I could just read it off. Maybe I can give him a page and he can read half of it. What? The tour dates? Yeah. He just pulled him up right now. Yeah. Not. He's mad. Just oh, like okay. that. Um, might not make it to this tour. Oh shit! Can we please hear you say that you don't think us white girls are stinky colonizers? I'm fucking dead. Hold on. No, Megan. You're I'm one sorry. of the good ones, Megan. Wait, wait. All right, all right, Megan. <laughs> wait, hold on. Get off. I'm gonna make this a clip so I can fucking post it. Megan, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> I just got a comment that says, "Can you please?" Can we wait? I just got a comment by Megan that says, can we please hear you say that you don't think us white girls are stinky like the colonizers? I can't get past that comment. And now I'm overthinking. <laughs> Megan and all white girls out there and all white people out there. I do not think you're stinky like the colonizers. I think you guys have done wonders by by inventing, you know, like bath and body works and stuff like that. I think you guys shower. I think you guys are great. However, I do believe that when the indigenous people of every continent were chilling and 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 showering in the rivers and and having, you know, different, you know, um having different rituals and, and doing amazing things for themselves. I do believe that a lot of stinky colonizers showed up, raped, pillaged, and gave smallpox to a lot of different people and have literally ruined a lot of things. I don't think that's you. I don't think in 2023, you, Megan, is like them. I think it is very unfortunate. Similar to how a lot of people in our, you know, like we obviously come from indigenous people. I'm not going to say everything that indigenous people was doing right. I mean, I wouldn't be out here chopping heads. I wouldn't be out here. He he was saying people would do too much shrooms and would chop their dick off. Like, I don't I think we that. would. Yeah, you did. Don't drag me into the hole you're you trying said, to dig yourself out of. <laughs> no. Didn't he say that? Uh, somebody bring up is, what he said. Oh. No, somebody bring up what he said because now he's trying to fucking backtrack. He's if, been sitting if there. You, if you are a ancestor of a former stinky colonizer and you are a fan of snow, you're one of the good ones. Like, there is a, a whole lot of hurdles that you have to go through to maintain yourself as a fan of snow that already shows that you where your alliances are pull up a clip pull up a clip when he said that the fucking ancestors that were doing too much shrooms and were like cutting might cut off a piece of their dick or something don't so put now this he's on saying, aztec shamans no the so that's shamans. all i said he did see he did so just don't backtrack because they didn't it's cut off their dick they because would it's all, cut is this dead on their dick oh. to no, bleed out okay so cool all right so let me let me get quieter so that i could uh so um the reason that I'm saying that is because I was saying, just like your ancestors were doing, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Your ancestors were fucking mad shit up. My answers did a couple little things, not as much as yours, but we are not them. You feel me? The same way that, you know, if I was living back then, if I was to go back then, 
<laughs> knowing what I know now, I'm sorry. You might not be here because I might I might have killed your ancestors, but we're not them. So we're here in 2023, living our our best motherfucking life. And in 2023, I'm going on tour. Tour dates. Tour dates from 2023. Here. Show we're your gonna, solidarity. We're going to read them. We're going to read them out of um, here. We're going to read them out oh of uh, sync. So I'll read one. You read one. OK, don't give the date. Just give the city. Just give the city. Just give the city. In order of cities. No, we're going to go one by. I just said it's okay, not going to be in order. I literally just said it's not going to be in order. We're going to go one city, one city, one city. So we got we got them here. Ready? You go first. San Francisco, California. Chicago, Illinois. Santa Cruz, California. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Chico, California. Detroit. Reno, Nevada. Boston. Yeah. Portland, Oregon. New York. Seattle, Washington. Washington, D.C. Spokane, Washington. Charlotte. Boise, Idaho. Atlanta. Denver, Colorado. Nashville. Lincoln, Nebraska. Houston. Kansas City, Missouri. San Antonio. Des Moines, Iowa. Dallas. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Austin. That's now here, we'll read them like this. El Paso. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Fuck yeah. Las Vegas. Phoenix, Arizona. Might have two shows in Phoenix, Arizona. That, you could definitely pull that one off. Anaheim, California. Anaheim, California. Might have two shows. Might have two shows in Anaheim. San and Diego. San Diego. We out here. Saints so far, Diego. that's what we got. Whale's vagina. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right from the show. <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> so, so far, that's the dates that are definitely confirmed um, for the tour. Yes, I'm coming to all those fucking cities. Um... Like I was saying before, before I got off, and let's keep it fucking going. TikTok is becoming a search engine. The more stuff that in my comments you comment that you want me to be related to, the more that I will be related to those things. And maybe we can have guests on the podcast, depending on what that looks like. Um, artists, collaborations with artists, that depending on what that fucking looks like. Um, let's reach for the fucking stars. Let's continue growing this podcast. I'm very happy. First of all, that my spirits are better. The way that I can become a more successful artist, podcaster, entertainer is by my spirits being good by my relationships with my friends and my family being great and that starts here that starts with friends like leo with my brother with everybody that's at the ranch with my family um and and then we worry about the content the business the other things but at the end of the day we got to take better care of ourselves we got to make sure that yeah. our energy and our our life with our friendships and our and our real connections are um the best that they fucking can be and right now i'm not gonna lie i feel like i'm in a way better place than i have been for the last few months so i'm ready we're motherfucking going on tour we're getting a bunch of guests for the podcast we're growing this podcast as always i appreciate y'all for fucking being here thank you so much leo for being here thank we'll you. continue having all this great fucking shit i love y'all and i'll fucking see you guys on everywhere. tour love y'all thank you Esa niña no se aguanta. Quiere todo porque el pussy sabe a fanta. Si la dejas por pendejo se te casa. Dale todo dos de lengua y una horchata. Si te alcanza. I'm the shit, huh? Are you catching what I'm throwing for a picker? Same bitch I always was, now I'm just richer. I'm about to shake it up, bitch, check the Richter. This a sticker. 